This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies alongside with me, as always, he didn't drop a football in the harbour, <laughs> Mitch Doyle. Good everybody. And making a splash, it's Dale Roots. <laughs> me making a splash. So I'll tell that story quickly. <laughs> I just wanted to get it out of the way. You were going to tell it at some point. Look, well, I don't think I was. I feel that you've got to shame your mates first. Let's you wanted to make to it that. drop it like a ton. So you were on. definitely going to tell it that, at some That point. was Tom. Tom's idea, another mate. Anyway, just a quick story. Friend of the podcast, uh, at Frankie underscore 1987 on Twitter. <laughs> I love that you've given his handle as well. Well, people can tweet him. No, that's great. You might know him from uh, Sydney Rail running fame. <laughs> And Bungard run in fame? Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're at the park on Sunday at a park in Balmain. I think it's called Allura Park or similar, and it's right on the water. Mm. And you can see the harbour, and it's quite a nice park. And we took the footy down, and we hadn't been there before, so we didn't kind of realise it wasn't really a park made of kicking the footy. It's quite oh. narrow, ne- right next to the water. Oh, dear. So, you know, we were doing the usual, like trying to be conservative, putting bombs up, but sometimes, you know, men are men. And he had to put one on the bit too hard. And I kicked one into the ocean when I, <laughs> I put it into the air. And the guy that had to had to catch it uh, was right, running right near a pole. And it was either get hit by the pole at the footy bounce. It bounced went in the harbour. I mean, you got to just get hit by the pole. Yeah. you look, you got to lay out. Some yeah. men would. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it went in the harbour. And luckily, someone fished it out with a fishing rod for us. They I like that really, they literally fished it out. A really long fishing rod, too. Like, it was like baseballs at AT&T Park in San Francisco. Yeah. Anyway, the next the next group comes. So we're playing, not next group. We're playing a couple of hours later. We're back out there kicking the uh, the footy around, and I put another bomb up. And young Frankie, Mitch Reynolds underneath. over here. They it's, can't handle the <laughs> It's not it's not underneath it, but he's making a run for it. And it's probably about fifteen metres in the water at this point. But young Frankie drops it about four times. Each each drop worse than the last one and pushes it into the ocean in front of the incoming ferry of people. <laughs> and the, the whole ferry screams, ah! So he's been owned by two modes of public transport. Oh, <laughs> Something's going to happen with a bus this week. Yeah, we got lucky though. We left it in there and it was because of the ferry coming in, the waves are crashing up against the, the rocks or whatever mm. that... The, 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 whatever Tectonic you call plates. It, mm. Forcing the ball further away. We'd given up on it, but luckily a boat came past El and Nino. the lovely lady in the boat... Reefed it out but couldn't hit the shoreline. So she gave up, but some kayakers came. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so just like the baseball. Well, just I mean, he, he has been hit by another uh, form of public transport. Yeah, I mean, Mitch has just, just, just thrown him under a bus. So. Ooh, <laughs> That's I look, all three. I look forward to a tram <laughs> run in next week. Tram run in. Young Franklin. Maybe he's going to get food poisoning from the ter- the tram sheds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, so. Uh, you know what? I didn't mean to, to share that story, by That's the way, okay. but that, we spoke about pre pod and you needed an, an intro. Yeah, speaking of food poisoning. No, no, we're not going there yet. What? Speaking of not good friends. Mm. Oh, I'm <laughs> start. What's this? I'm going to start in a sour note. Oh. You know what this is. So the last couple of weeks, I've been made aware of some people, some snakes, who are listening to our podcast and then bashing us behind our backs. Firstly, we do this thing for free. Not only for our, our enjoyment, but for yours. We're not out here putting down other people who take their time out of their day to produce similar content. I don't care what else you listen to, who else you talk to, but I do care that you act like our mates and that you support us, but will happily hang shit on our name to gain a few pats on the backs from similar sycophants. If you're one of these people, turn off this podcast now. Never turn it on again. I don't want your support. I don't need your support. We don't need your negativity around us. This is something I produce for other people, not myself. I work in rugby league, I talk it every day, and I'm drained by the time I start talking this podcast. 
But the reason I do it is I know there's some people out there who really enjoy our product and enjoy a different perspective to the typical media takes. And of course, a bit of fun on the side. Every one of you who acts like a friend of ours on one hand, bashes us on another, pulls me away from delivering this content on a weekly basis. If you're one of these turncoats, I implore you to hit pause now, delete this episode, unsubscribe, and never come back again. This isn't high school. I haven't got time for your high school bullshit. I don't produce content like that for people like that. I refuse to produce this content for people like that. I don't take time out of a week to do this for free for people who act like our friends but then put our name in the dirt for a few cheap laughs. If you're one of these snakes, turn off, fuck off. We don't want your company. Strong words. Bang. Uh, yeah. Simple. And you, these people know who they are. Oh. Yeah. Listen, I think to what you, uh, yeah, listen to what you want. Have you guys any comments? I don't I, want any of that rubbish. Do whatever you want, lots, but there's lots of hours in a week. Don't act like things. my best mate on one hand and whatever, and then I find out on another hand you, you're using my name for some cheap laughs and this podcast name for some cheap laughs. I listen to about 25 podcasts every week. It's not like you have to pick one. No. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Anyway, let's get into the actual right. footy. Um, anyway, I was going to say that food poisoning will be more preferable to watching this game again, Dale. Uh, Penrith 16, Canterbury 8. Man, this was shit. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, food poisoning makes things easy to pass, and this game would be easy to pass. I don't I, want to ever talk about this game again. Except for the next five minutes. And then after that, never again. Okay. It'll be a quick virus. It'll yeah. be like a 24-hour thing. You'll go back to it. Yeah. It's, it's strange for a year. Usually, the worst game of the year comes over the origin period. Mm. This is really weird that it's come... In essentially two full strength sides post origin, and one of these teams is on the edge of making the finals, and they produce this kind of quality. It, yeah, it seems to me like <clears throat> I know we'll probably talk about this in the coming weeks, but there are some there are some games. I know this really shouldn't have been one of them, but there are some games that just don't play them, like Wests <laughs> and the Gold Coast. Like that game had no that meaning. Game was decent. I know, but that game had no meaning to anybody. I didn't need to see that, and this kind of felt like that. Like everybody was just they turned up. They got the result, and and they went home, and they never thought about it again. And then they just went on with their lives. Um, it's it's hard. To, I mean, it's hard to pull a positive out of this game, out of such a dour endeavor. Yeah. Um, rumors of uh, the ascension of young Nathan Cleary without the architect shackling him from a few palookas out there. Uh, greatly exaggerated. I think. I think I've been vindicated <laughs> oh, in have my you? defense of well, Matthew Moylan. There's picking up W's without him, mate. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'm just a uh, fading bungard. Uh, <laughs> but this, yeah, you compare the performance of this team to the performance of Parramatta, for example, a team pushing for the finals, not even in the same postcode. And the Bulldogs, I mean, this, they're sitting in the, in the territory of let's not watch this team ever again this year, please. They've got like three more primetime games. It's a great that, at least yeah, as Why Camp, hold the schedule back Camp, if you're still going to put tweeted. the Bulldogs who are coming 14th or 13th or whatever on every in primetime every week? These guys should be buried at 5.30pm on a Saturday for the rest of the year. And so should South. I'm not, I'm <laughs> not that suggesting they should, that South should be at, in any other at position. at 5.30, we should bury them. <laughs> Is that too strong a statement? I'm sorry that you've put that down the wrong way, that bottle oh, that's, of Pepsi that's Max. stung. It, it, but I mean, is that too strong a statement? Should we be encasing no. these people in concrete and putting them in Port Jackson? I don't. I don't hate it. It's like this, th- in two weeks' time, South's Canterbury is the first game of the round. Like, how is that is a thir- that? That's a Thursday night. Thursday right? prime time. How's that been allowed to happen? Th- this is the thing, right? Better Homes and Gardens is going to outrate that. So, all right, this is a perfect example of how fuck their scheduling is looked like. So that's prime time Thursday night. Mm-hmm. The five thirty PM game on Saturday, which is usually you know the least watched game of the round, if I understand correctly. 
Uh, Melbourne Storm versus Sydney Roosters. In what world does anyone want to watch Souths versus Bulldogs at this point in the year ahead of Storm versus Roosters? What? Here's my hot take. Uh, Melbourne doesn't count. Yeah, I understand <laughs> that they don't rate because not enough people care. But at some point, like, I mean, come on. you. And I'm saying this as a, as a fan of one of the teams that's repeatedly shoved down everyone's yeah. throats on prime time undeservedly this Agreed. year. Agreed. I separate Agreed. myself from this take as a fan of the <laughs> separate myself from Well, no, that. your team is at least good this year. <laughs> yeah. This um, year, yeah. Uh, like, uh, 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 like, what is the point of waiting to release these fixtures if you're not going to make any changes anyway? And, and the other thing is, I mean, if you, you talk about the Melbourne, the Melbourne Chooks game, like that's it. Um, it's a minor every, premiership game it, potentially. It's it's in Melbourne. Like, there's no Rebels games on. The A League isn't on. There's no reason Giving they could free kick to the AFL. Again. I mean, we are. This is this is. It's ridiculous. There's nobody else who could be potentially using the stadium. Yeah, Just play it on a Friday night, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I can't believe that. Anyway, but back to this game. I thought Dylan Edwards was pretty good again. Um, he continues to look really good in that fullback role. I was hoping earlier in the year South would maybe make an offer for him. That's obviously not going to happen now. He's probably going to be their long-term fullback. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. James Fisher-Harris continues to look impressive to me. Like, um, And, yeah, I don't know what else you can... Fisher-Harris? Uh, sorry, Campbell Gillard. I always yeah, I think hy- you got it mixed up. Sorry, yeah. always get the hyphenated names mixed up. <laughs> I mean, that's that's understandable in this team of all teams. Yeah, sorry. There's a lot of them. Um, yeah, Dylan Wittany-Zolesniak playing prop was just a revelation. Yeah. I must say. <laughs> um, but it sort of sums up this game that it was a couple of really, really ugly tries that won this game for Penrith. Yeah, <laughs> neither of them looked like scoring. And I think that's the main concern if you're a Penrith fan now is that it's round 22 coming this week and... Yes, you've got results and you're on a good charge, but a lot of the tries don't seem to be planned, if you get me. They're not, no, there's a couple yeah. of drop runaways last week and intercept. Yeah. This intercept. week, there's a couple of ricocheted kicks. Or they'll a play or, like they'll have a fifth tackle thrown around a little and something will happen, and that's not how you win football games. Mm. And at this point of the year, they should be putting on some better things than that. So, mm. obviously, the Penrith has had a tough year. <laughs> you know, no surprise, you know, not giving you anything new there, but... Yeah, you want to see more than that. And maybe if they get Moylan back this week, Cartwright... Cartwright getting more minutes in the Cartwright future. Cartwright getting more minutes. Okay. They might see some things. Uh, I don't, yeah, he was okay, maybe. Still got some rust. We'll see. Yeah, um, Only Bulldog in this game who could hold their head high for me is David Clement. He's great again. Way. And uh, Reynolds did a couple of nice things in amongst the bad things. But, you know, that's Reynolds at this point. <laughs> All right. Um, another bad game. Warriors 12, Sharks 26. This, again, really just not an enjoyable contest. But the Sharks, they pull it out again. Mason Leno, the king of New South Wales Cup. Young Gustav. He, that's, his, that's his real name, by the way. Really? Yeah. yeah. Gustav. Young Gustav showing uh, he can't play outside of New South Wales. Is he, <laughs> is he addicted to chocolate? Why? Is he going to get stuck in the tube? That's what? what's going to happen. Augustus what happened Gloop. Augustus Gloop. No. Surely. <laughs> he's a, his fake name was Mate. actually Mason as well. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, as you say, I don't think we – just another dirge game. Just like was it Mason Leno that that dropped the ball behind him for whose try was for, it? Um, for Brown's for Brown's New Brown's try? Was that yes, him? Yeah. Yes, it was. Um, no way. Yeah. Three, three errors in the game for him, but it felt like a lot more. <laughs> and uh, this game, I know, started the year in this time slot. You think, oh, Jesus, it'll be good. We'll get to watch. You know, the Warriors are playing that time slot, and Warriors games usually entertained. Yeah, no, seems no, to no. rain <laughs> rains every Friday in New Zealand. Every Friday, and we get one of these dirge contests. Mm-hmm. And the Sharks, again, you were just confident the whole way through, even though for a while it's 14-12. Yeah. There seemed to be a little concern. I and was never thinking the Warriors were going to win this game. No. And I think the biggest concern for the Warriors, again, is like when they have some injuries, they have, you know, they had Ryan Hoffman out and Bunty Afoa as the backup edge, and he's not crash shot. And then you have 
you, you lose James Gavitt and then they bring in this young guy, James Bell, who looked like, honestly, looked like a halfback playing prop. Halfback. Yeah. You see that guy? Mm. When he came on the field, I was stunned by how underweight he was for a first game. He was ball. light on. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> I remember one of his, he kicked, returned a drop out and got absolutely buried and later on took a run out of his own ten and looked like a winger, looked like a long, young Maranta getting picked up and carried backwards towards his that line. That is and, almost libelous. And I mean, <laughs> but that's a concern for a club that for so long just seemed to have such, such physicality and size and depth in that, those positions they could call upon. And I don't know what guys like Charlie Gubb are doing wrong to get picked behind James Bell, but he looks years away from being a first-grade footballer. Surely Char- Charlie Gubb has slept with someone's wife. It's the only explanation. Well, I think he's out the door, most likely. So, I think it's kind of the thing of the playing guys who might be there in the future, maybe. But, yeah, there's... there's as right I was, as I was on the Eels in preseason, I was just as wrong on the Warriors. I couldn't be more wrong on what Kearney is going to do for that club. But he's talking tough off the field, but it ain't showing in the results. Do you think it's just that they, they're letting too many people go? and Or do you think it's the cattle that they've got? It's a bit of both, but I mean, no one's forcing him to play Kemal Marlowe. That is true. <laughs> like, he is a thumb with legs. No one's forcing him to do that. And that first try again was a direct from Mal era. And that yep. seems to be like the easiest way to score against the Warriors is kick to Mal Marlowe in the first five minutes. Yep. And there's a try coming. But, you know, that he has said that if you don't, if you don't put in, you'll be, you'll be gone. But it's not like there's not many, really many players putting their hand up there yeah. either to fill those slots. And, and it's, I mean, that's all well and good, but are you going to be gaining more than what you lose from those players who aren't putting in. Because what are your options? You recruit out of a, another team's seconds, another team's Reggie's co- team, or you wait until players go off contract. And then it's it's really a lottery. It wouldn't, it, to me, it would make more sense to do as much as you could with the players that you've got instead of sentencing them to play Reggie's every week. And again, and again no one's making him play Black A should. Yeah, exactly. No one's making him play Camel. Who's picking those guys? Yeah. I understand that the debt's pretty rubbish, but Nickel Klockstad is, is, is an option. Mm-hmm. He's not getting much a run. Mm-hmm. Putsatua can play centre yeah. over Ashford. I'm just so yeah. excited for you to pick these guys to make the finals again this year. Well, I didn't year. pick him any year but this year. I know. The last years, I didn't pick him. So yeah, because they got a proper coach, allegedly. No, a better coach. <laughs> they didn't say proper coach. You go back to the record, there's <laughs> no probably proper did coach. probably did say better coach. He was an upgrade. That's true. That's a fact. But uh, yeah, no, not 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 a big enough one. <laughs> every year, a lot of people, not just you, get burned by these guys. And every year, every year, people get burned by them. There are every four year... million people who get burned by them every year. True. Yeah. The next year, I won't be picking, picking my eight. Look, I didn't like the last previous four years. So I'll go back to Save that. Save this drop though. Eight months later, <laughs> <laughs> here's why Sean Johnson's going to lead the Narr- Warriors. Narrator's voice. He did. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last time I picked the Warriors. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Game of the round. Maybe the fir- first half was maybe the half of the season. Parramatta Eels, 28. Brisbane Broncos, 14. Uh, Scoreline uh, blew out a bit in the last few minutes. But man, oh man, this game was great for the first hour or so until mm. the Eels kicked away. I think this scoreline really flattered Parramatta, to It did. Honest. You know, they got but, a garbage try at the end of French. But, you but know. You cannot, if you, you know, if you get over the line, it doesn't matter. I know it's... I mean, it's not stat padding. I mean, it usually is when it's a win against the Broncos. But uh, oh, man, it's pretty pretty often that when a team's up by six and the yeah. other they, they score a try in the last couple of minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So the average winning margin in our games like thirteen points, despite yeah. games not being that blown out. And also, like I mean, I hate to say it against the the Broncos, but if they were six down and they know they were going, or however many they were down, twelve down, and they knew they were going to lose, just you know. Conserve yeah. your energy. Don't get hurt. I mean, after the first ten minutes, I thought I was I was worried for Parramatta. Were you doing that average thing where the players get like score three tries in the first ten minutes, and you go, they're going to well, score ninety tries? That's true. That's that's saving metrics. That is that is logical. Yeah, my, my my dear Nan sent me a message. She's like, this doesn't look good, Matthew. I said, no, it doesn't, Nan. Could be in for a long night, but uh, she was. <laughs> 
She does enjoy staying up to watch the West Wing. Whatever old She's a woman of great taste, obviously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I spent a long time this year talking about the toughness of this Parramatta side and last year. This is, on mm. show this is exactly on show there. Is that after going down 12 nil in those circumstances, many a football side would have wilted because the Broncos yeah. were having their way with them for 15 to 20 minutes. But Mitch Moses put on a, a, a quite a nice kick for that Tepai Moro. Tried to disguise it quite well. Yep. Caught Pearson on the floor for about the fifteenth time for the, their second try, and then they just kept fighting back. And they completed for seventy minutes the only incomplete sets with last tackle kick errors. Probably Moses so, Moses' best game since his rookie season. That, he was probably fan- it's his best game. That maybe kick ever. for the Moro yeah, try was something else. Um, Nathan Brown also great. Sure glad yep. we let him go. Great work, mm. idiots. <laughs> Anytime you can resign. You know the 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 vicious engine room that Souths have in terms of their props, and let this guy go. You got to do it. Yeah, obviously. I mean, I mean, if there's one player you want, it's another depth hooker. Correct. Yeah, um, yeah Nathan Brown was great again, um, and yeah, but yeah, yeah, Mitch Moses ran the show tonight. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you might be right. Maybe his best game ever. Well, th- this game was um, fourteen all when McCulloch got injured too. That's just the, the how key he is on the night. He well, goes. Did off. Adam Blair get reported for that? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but. Uh, <laughs> Funny comes out two days later. Oh, talking to other clubs. <laughs> he does that, but I mean that was that was a big loss in the night for the Broncos. Obviously, but this was a perfect performance from Parramatta, and Broncos fans were losing their mind of the night as they do for every loss. But sometimes you come up against a team in a competition this easy that even when they complete that well, they kick well, they they do on the yardage sets, they don't drop the ball, yeah. they build the pressure. That that was it. Parramatta played a perfect game, and we didn't stay with them in that regard. And we did well to hold out for as long as we did because Parra had all the ball in the second half and they kept working their way out the field. But, you know, it, it happened. Parramatta deserved their win. Sometimes they were fantastic. It happens. It happens. You do. Corey yeah. Norman and Mitch Moses were far better than Ben Hunt and Anthony Milford. Those were the difference makers for me. Um, I'm not being a dick. Like, yeah. how. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to sound like a dick when I ask mm-hmm. the question. With McCulloch out, how worried are you? Uh, look, I'm not as worried as. as the, gen- the general people, I forget me. Everyone's losing Rick their mind. Rick said your about. season's over. He's packed it in. Nah. <laughs> Come on, we made the grand final when Maguire got injured. We all thought our season was over then, 2015. Like. I take your point, but two-thirds of this room do think hooker is the most posi- important position on the field. But I don't think it's unimportant, it. but we have, we, the fact is that we've got... I suppose Cody Nickerim is pretty good. Well, he's not playing there. Ben Hunt's playing hooker. Oh, yeah. And Ben Hunt's played 70 games of hooker. I'm not wa- worried about it. That obviously, many? Really? So, yeah. Fuck. Off the bench. Okay. Oh, yeah. But obviously, he's not a full-time hooker. Obviously, he can't defend like McCulloch. And obviously, Broncos can't do... The defensive system, which they do now with him there, which is they have their four edges stay really flat and they spread the middle out a lot, which is why the Broncos don't generally concede down the edges because McCulloch's responsible covering the middle a lot. Yep. And with him out, that they can't do that anymore. They can't spread as, as much as they'd so, like. But, you know, Ben Hunt goes there. Nick Arima might play some there. Moose could play some there mm, and cover true. it. I'm okay with that. And the reason why I'm okay with that is because Ben Hunt wasn't performing at for, for halfback. International and hooker, Josh McGuire. Yeah, well, I mean, Ben Hunt wasn't doing a fantastic job at halfback, and now we've got a guy in, in there now at seven who, whilst I'm not in love with him... I'm excited. ...as a seven, I'm not in love with him in defence and his kicking game there. The thing that really annoyed me about Hunt and Milford on, on the other night was that when the game was tough, neither of them got their hands on the ball. Yeah. And one thing McNerium has always done when he's been in first grade is one of the ball. Yeah. And that's why, I'm, you know, get him in there, see what he can do. The season's not over. Obviously, it's much harder to win the comp without McCulloch. McCulloch's one of our best footballers, but... You know, I don't think it's over. Would have, I would have been calling it if this happened last year when we had Waddell coming in, but we've had a year we've we've seen other halves, and if things go even worse, you know, Nick Ramey can fill in there. Benji can play seven. There's, there's options for us and, now. And we've mentioned it earlier in the year is that it's a good sign for a player like Nick Ramey, who is a bench player and will be filling in, to go looking for the ball because he's a mm. confidence player. And he if is. he makes mistakes... Broncos have a decent enough defense to cover him. Yeah, we've got again. If he doesn't perform, there's Benji on the bench there. And the, yeah, and I think you know. I would have liked to go with Benji because it was real opportunity to improve our kicking game. Yep. But 
Nick Ream is supposed to be the guy next year. They'll put him in there and see what happens. And, you know, he won every game with him there. Obviously, yep. some of them weren't hard opponents. But mm. we'll see how it goes. I'm not willing to call season over in this competition, yeah. even though the Melbourne are by far and away the well, best Well, hey, you're going to make the there. finals, whatever happens. And then yeah. from there, you know, you just got to win a couple of games. Exactly. Even now, Parramatta and a top four shout now after this win. Yeah. With how, only a tough how game we played. utterly bizarre is that, considering what, what happened to them last year, they lost a very good player in Nathan pa- in Pete's. They had a lot of things shaken up. There were a lot of issues off the field, and now they're a legitimate chance to make the four. Well, they got they got lucky with playing the Storm over Origin, which is nice for them. But still, but, I mean, or, but other than that, like I mean, it's funny. Look at this team that they play like that against us, but then they'll struggle against the Tigers. They beat the Bulldogs by one. Got the Bulldogs in this week. They might struggle against the Bulldogs again, but. You know, I think Arthur, Arthur's done a great job there, Brad Arthur, and I think yep. he's an underrated coach because he seems to get these guys up for the occasion. And mm. when you look at that roster on paper, you're not that impressed. But it doesn't matter because, you know, Sui Matangi was great in this game. He said Nathan Brown was great in this game. Kenny Edwards, despite the cheap shot, fantastic in what, this game. What was your take on that? You weren't happy. Of course I wasn't happy, but no, but like, whatever. I'm back I'm back in the fan club the next day, I calm down. <laughs> I signed up for a grub, grub you know, grubs you do know, grub grubs, you know, grubs don't change their fur. Yeah, look, the best part was it was like three days after the Parramatta's official Twitter account had tweeted out this article about how Kenny Edwards had vowed to get the brain snaps out of his game. <laughs> he was like, "I'm a changed man." Well, he didn't even get a miss he a wasn't. game for it. He got a fine, That's but he it. hit him in the he hit him in the chest first and went up into it. Like yeah. I can see why they only gave him a fine and not not a suspension, but it wasn't good. It's certainly not the worst one we've seen though. For example, like Justin it, Hodges, like ten years ago, it, did that Brett Morris one off the dropout when Morris like, did his knee. It wasn't the worst thing in the last week. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like. It's, but, you know, these these games, when they get played on Channel 9 on prime time, they get blown up. Oh. And people watch I mean, these games I, look, more. to be fair, I think what he did can result in... What he did was certainly more cowardly than any of the other shots we've scrutinised over the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Um, yep. And I think it can be more dangerous if he connects with the head. I, my, well, obviously. But he didn't, my so. thing was that I don't think he would have realised how... He's not to know the guy's out. ...injured the he, player was. He, was yeah. he went in because, you know, in his mind... The player's there prone. He could drop the ball. He's got half a second to make that decision. Exactly. He doesn't know the guy's down injured. But old Jonas Pearson, straight out of 21 this week. I mean... He is a he is another just just not great. Well, just not good player. At, at halftime, my dad was my dad was losing his mind at the game about have him come, having his boots, whatever was wrong with his boots. Has to come out with new boots in the second half. When he came out with the same boots on, dad's like, oh, it's over. We've lost. It fucked it um, because he fell over for every single try they scored. He fell over. Do your dad have any other, <laughs> s- other, you know, fashion advice? Oh, actually, except for the Bevan French try, the last one. Every try that mattered, he fell over. Your father even for the Suimatangi line break off the kickoff, he fell over. <laughs> Man, change your boots, son. Suimatangi off the back fence. I love it. He's a better off the back fence runner right now. Off like sort of drop out and kickoff returns. Best best restart runner. Yeah, that's what it is. Returning off restarts, mm. but yeah, great performance from Para. And after years of, of the pain, the developed like a pretty squad. Like be one of those years where they go on a little run. You know what's going to be great? What's when they miss the final somehow? Oh. <laughs> I tell you what, though, one thing I don't want to keep hammering Tigers fans, but Mitch Moses would have wilted at, at their club if this happened. But at Parramatta, weeks later, he stood up. And I don't know if that's the coaching or what it is, but the guys already changed the attitude from what he had there. And you've got to be angry as a Tigers fan, but he was good in this game, and he stood up when the team were down by twelve and put some plays on. As you say, I mean, if he's changed his attitude, it really begs a question: what, what was going on? Yeah, is, is he the kind of player that just needs an arm around his shoulder and not to be, you know, see the change of environment? Exactly. I guess, but, yeah, but it'd still be frustrating if you're a Tigers fan seeing this happen like eight weeks later. Not like it was the next season or anything. It was just like the same season he, he's playing. And, is much better. and it's not like they're fight, like the Tigers train at Concord and the Parramatta train at Parramatta. It's mm. like it's not that far. 
it's not, not like he's gone to Queensland or anything. Yeah, he's driven down Parramatta Road to a new training facility. It's, it, but yeah, it beggars belief. Speaking of beggars belief, uh, Newcastle Knights twenty one, St George Laura fourteen. Um, Take it away, Dale. So when you get down the end of the field, the, okay. to my knowledge, the aim of the game is to put the ball over the stripe on the ground without <laughs> dropping it. Now I may be wrong, but I do not feel I that don't I think am. You're wrong. So I think that's the critical error that the Dragons went went missing in this week. Just a complete dick fingers effort from several players, um, and just some dumb errors. Like if you drop the ball with the try line open, that is no bueno. It's so funny when there's five minutes to go and Dugan made that break. Even though you were losing, I was still like, yeah, Dragons are gonna win this. Yeah, I still had the same feeling. But credit to the Knights for once, yeah, for for being there in the second half and fighting back. It, you know, McGregor got his ten k fine for blaming the referees. And whilst I think both those decisions were incorrect, the Jason Nightingale one was sent up to check if the ball contacted the defender in front of him. Yep. And they just ruled that inclusive of turnover, it went backwards. Yeah. I mean, come and on, the, we, all, we, all, the, we all saw that. We and all the saw drag, that. the drag back. There was contact there, whether it was milked or not. Yeah, it, there was contact. If but, if you don't want to, if you don't want to give the referee a decision to make, don't do it. Exactly right. Fazell's on him, but I thought they were both tries. But yeah. that doesn't excuse the Dragons making eight to nine line breaks and not converting like any of them. Well, I, I mean, look- Dufty blew a try late in that game yeah. again to win the game. Dugan was on fire and making half opportunities, yeah. and nobody went with him at all. I looked up the stats and I went, "This doesn't make any sense." Like the Dragons had, I think, what nine, seven or nine line breaks, and only scored two tries. Yeah. What is going on? Only nerds worry about stats, though. I know, and that's the thing. I, I mean, nerds do love stats. They do. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I know, the game isn't played on paper, it's played on grass. It's but yeah. So seven line breaks they had, and they, scored, the calculator and they, scored, and they, and they scored, scored three tries. <laughs> so they scored two tries, sorry, seven line breaks. But that, that's exactly my point, is that they had all those line breaks, and then they just get near the drop. And their, their hands, they, the magnets in their hands change polarity, and they become repulsive to the ball. They made 17 offloads to five. That they, is um, outstanding. Nana McDonald had as many offloads as the whole Knights as team. As the Knights yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, Knights with 64 tackles to 33 and whatever. That's and amazing. Stars. These stats, if you told someone to guess the score, they'd be like, Dragons won by 40. Yeah, it's hilarious. But yeah, credit to Knights. Hey, in. the Knights have had a few, had a real a few, rough, a few games this year where it's been like a rough last 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, it was, I mean... Yeah, exactly. I think even their own fans were expecting them to blow it until they kicked that field goal, just because that's how their l- run of luck has been. But um, I thought Danny Levi was particularly impressive in this game, mm-hmm. and I'm a big fan of his. Made that break near the end that yeah. probably sealed the game for and them. And then had the... had the kind of got lucky when Josh King got that ball loose, but had the balls to run it on the last there and go for the try, and Josh King was able to punch the ball out of his own hands for the Saifidi try. I love that he forced a strip from himself. Yeah, it was bizarre. Eh? He punched the ball at himself. So that you know that was not, that was good. Uh, from can him, we send it up? Can we send it upstairs to make sure that that wasn't a self pass, please? <laughs> um, but yeah, the dragon. This is the unforgivable loss, though, considering yeah. the, the spot you're sitting in with the top eight pre- or the push with everybody else around you. And we all just chalked this up as an easy win. And I don't know whether they did as well, but that's it's pathetic. It was. It pathetic. really is. Um, one player that I want to give a huge shout out to, who we love on this podcast. Nathan Ross's seven attempted tackles in one play on Josh Dugan. Admirable. <laughs> I think it was about 70 minutes to go. He yeah. tried to make a tackle and then tried to make about four more tackles. I don't know if they all go down as missed tackles. but His push on Dacey Nightingale was great too. Nottingham scored the same try. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good on him. Anyway, let's move on to the next game, Bugard. What do you think, Pickles? Oh, God. <laughs> wow, I'm glad that's not going near my face. He's not happy. Uh, neither am I. South Sydney 18, Canberra Raiders 32. 
Um, uh, Damien Cook was bad, and that makes me... That's the saddest thing of all. That, to me, is the worst part about this game. You conceded a try to a, 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 a an adult-sized baby in Luke Boatman. Yep. I'm not... First, first, uh, first twelve <laughs> seconds was great when they forced a restart off the kickoff. That was good, a good, a good uh, pack tackle. That's yep. <laughs> and then when Heimel Hunt bombed that incredibly easy try, I knew. Oh, I knew. I knew it, then. It felt like one of those games for the for the rabbits where everything had to go right and nothing went right. Correct. That's a good way to put it. Um, nothing went right. They bombed two or three tries here. Um, Cook's service was bad. There's no other way to slice it, unfortunately. We all thought, especially me, that once they made that change at nine, things would be better. And their plus-minus without Farrah was still better. That's good. Important. Uh, here we go. But <laughs> it's clear that there are problems run far deeper than who's wearing the number nine. Mitch, do you think that Robbie Farrah is the way forward for South Fight <laughs> everyone here. Tom Burgess was... Uh, George Burgess was good. That's it. That's I think I absence makes the heart grow fonder with uh, Damien Cook. Mm. I still think so I there's think a good player in there. There is, but that doesn't mean, you know, it can be a good hooker without being the answer. I thought Reynolds' kicking game was good. Yeah. And uh, Heimel Hunt had a bit of a stinking return. Robert Jennings... Never again. That he's is, back this week, but That's how? a G up. Like, he, oh, he, he's not very good at <laughs> He's not. Uh, he's not. And Angus Crichton and Sam Burgess... We don't deserve Angus Crichton. Mitch, Crichton's you... fantastic, but why are those two... In, well, they're both injured now. Just, they're just still shut, named this week. Just shut them down. Shut them down, man. Like, we're playing for nothing. Yeah, they're playing for nothing. Crichton's the future of the football club. Just shut him down and get independent contract while he's there. Yeah, do that. <laughs> while he's like high on Novocaine or something. Just be like, <laughs> yeah, man, sure. sure. Five years, oh, yeah. $100,000. $100, That's, That's so many dollars. Yeah. That's a good plan. Why don't more teams do that? Thanks, now? Dr. Elephant. I think that counts as duress. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> anyway, I don't, look, I don't care what he's doing. Canberra keep their season alive. Somehow. If you guys... I mean, we were... Even uh, even young Nick Campton said that Souths were going to have their way down the middle with all those with I, all those I guys. I was shocked that in, he in said Soliola that, and Papali, but that just didn't happen. I was shocked um, that he said that he thought the Raiders would lose. Joe Tarpanay's best game mm. of the year, maybe. Um, a few of their players' best games of the year. I think Jack White still isn't a fullback somehow. Three years into it. Oh, that try! That try that was oh, not great. I got secondhand embarrassment from that try. But Nick Cotter on fire again, and I don't know if there's a left wing ling, winger in the comp playing better than him. He's playing really well. He's playing fantastic. There's one Michael thing I love, Oldfield it's a good revenge game. Oldfield was good. So yeah, he good scored try. three this tries is, in the last so three years for three different clubs, all against Souths. That's that's a great stat. <laughs> it's amazing. What? Has that has that ever happened before? For a club? And he played for Souths in the in between two of those. Did he tries. score an own try? <laughs> How good is that? That is... It's a South good, Destroyer. It's, it's fantastic. If Seth ever make the finals again, the team against them have to sign Michael Oldfield. It's not a seven-day contract. <laughs> yes. contract. Guest contract. Scores four game. tries. That, it, it's one of the great rugby league stats. The guy's played against <laughs> Souths three times in three years for three different teams, scored three tries. I don't think he scored any other tries other than that, though. <laughs> That's it. It's hilarious. But uh, yeah, a lot of these guys stepped up, and I think... I think Ricky will regret not playing Dave Taylor earlier, and he's he's off on his on his way off now. But he's been quite good for them the last couple of rounds, and mm. he was an impact player in this game again in the middle. And I mean, over a guy like a Clay Priest, for example, you're not really taking that much of a gamble playing Dave Taylor ahead of him. But he was quite good on the night. And uh, Luke Bateman scored his first career try. It was bizarre as well. Play that many yeah. games, and he had one try. But mm. Hodgson was a little better. Baptiste is all right in his role. But you want to see this Raiders team again play a strong side. And this week, they've got the Sharks. And mm, Caesar test. and Austin are playing a lot better with their, with their switch sides, their new, new roles. But it should yeah. be a good game, I think, the Raiders and Sharks. Um, I've got a question, Mitch, yeah. uh, in the Mary mould. Um, <laughs> question oh. for you. I will not be boxed out. I'll yeah. box you in a minute. Um, 
Who holds the the record for most first grade games without a try? No, mate. I don't know that answer off of my head. That, that's what I'm thinking. Like sixty, I think he's got sixty one games. That's a lot for a player who has played in a fairly attacking team to have that's, not that's scored. That's a great question. I feel like there was a prop recently who had like over a hundred games. Yeah, scored it. yeah. Was Tim Manor also forever as well? Well, Tim Manor. I don't know if Tim Manor would remember any of his tries. Yeah. But there's got to be there's got to be more there's got to be a guy who's played over a hundred games. Yeah, surely. surely there might be a guy who's played two hundred like that many and never scored. I wouldn't be surprised if that was a stat either. Probably a Souths player. Obviously, sitting here in my room. Bryce Gibbs went 134 games without a try. Yeah, that's but he, true, no, no, true. But he but scored, scored previously. Yeah. Oh, he scored between. That sucks. He scored in the 2005 Grand Final. Oh, I was too. there. Bryce Gibbs' first try. That would have been paying billions. Shout billions. out to our betting sponsors. Yep. But yeah, South should have played Cody Walker back at six a long time ago. No mm. shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like he just enjoy he enjoys being there more. Firstly, but he's so much better. And a couple of the, only the good things they did that day essentially came through Cody Walker's hands again. That one try, that, that break. I don't know. You score, yeah. The the the, the uh, play for the Johnston try, quite a nice play again around Cody Walker's good handiwork. Uh, Bryce Gibbs' only try for West Tigers was in the grand final. There you go. Now that is a good start. Yeah. There you go. Just I'm sure people know this and thinking like face palming listening well, to that's it. Their Every Tigers fan probably knows it all sitting there face palming at home. Well, that's life for them. Yeah, I was going to say like they got bigger things to worry about. <laughs> Actually, I take it back. Cowboys scored first in the grand final. There you go. What are we doing here? What am I doing? Yeah, I ruining everyone's fake news. <laughs> I often ask this. Speaking of the Cowboys, they lost 22-16 to the Roosters at Allianz. Ah, uh, yeah, great comeback from the Roosters. Uh, and you know, Cowboys looked pretty good for the first hour or so and then just sort of ran out of gas um, I don't know what else to say well the, the Roosters in this game were fantastic in the second half yeah. for me as, as we all know but you know coming into half time Tal Milo had was it 16 runs for 170 metres or so on, you know, on fire, dominating his football game. But come out second half, he was barely involved. Five runs in the second half, that's all he had. Hey, man, he's got his quota and he filled it. Yeah, and that's that was it. it. But in the second half, I thought Takayaho was exceptional. And it's good to see him, after a couple of disrupted seasons, put a performance like that together again. And Shout that out try to our solo K brother. Yeah, there you go. Yep. He scored that fantastic try. Connor Watson was really good on the night. He's got, is there a bit of fullback controversy in Newcastle <laughs> next year? Him and Ponga. Well, it's going to be sad when they're both not there and Ross Dogg is fullback. Yep, fine with me. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's some Ross Dogg's the incumbent. He is, he is. Yeah. A, great, a great point. And for all the... We, we like trying to ignore the Kiri hype, but he was really good in this he game. He was, he was. Most good things they did came through the left-hand side and came through his hands. I mean, very often when he's been good for, for the Roosters, it's come through him being the second man and playmaking behind Mitch Pierce or behind someone or receiving from Jake Friend. But in this game, he created most things on his own and they look fan- he looked fantastic. Miss Luke Kiri. He t- you know, took the line on as he always does. But there you go. You're in a bad place, man, missing Luke Keary. Yeah. <laughs> if you're missing Luke Keary. Yeah, I spent like an hour and a half watching 2014 highlights well, yesterday. A okay, you know. lot of Luke Keary in there. What are you do in your own house? A lot of Dylan Walker in there. With the, with the lot of, blind shot. A lot of Ben Teo in there. Take it. Is your football fan, fandom now? This is what the shape is taken. Talking about old players. 2014. That one year. My life peaked. So, Victor Radley, I don't think he... Well, they say he didn't now, but the rumour was he broke his hand in the first 10 minutes and played out. I don't think he has broken his hand. I think the club came out today and said that he's clear of breaks and he might play this weekend. But for a young guy who's not really a hooker, apparently, he's the first position, he was being, he was fantastic. 51 tackles. Worked hard all day. And it was just, you know, again, really big part of their comeback. And the Roosters, we, we have not been, as, as Roosters fans are listening, no, we have not been bullish on them all year. We haven't been, and many other people have, but this is definitely their best win of the season with that fight back. And mm-hmm. you know, Cowboys with or without Thurston doesn't matter. They were up, they were looking good, and half time, and the Roosters flicked the switch and came back and took it over. And it's an impressive win going into the finals for a team that's 
most likely going to finish second now. It's pretty hard for them not to finish there. So, you know, maybe, just maybe they can hit the right form and be a team hey, to challenge Hey, if they beat Melbourne, Melbourne next week, there could be minor premieres. Well, there you go. So, there you go. Does All anybody right. want that? I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, Melbourne, 40. Manly, 6. I mean, what do the minor premierships do for them all those times they won it? Like, prize? Fake news, minor money. premierships. Prize money. <laughs> I don't know. They did, win, they did win the comp once, we'll ignore that. <laughs> you know what, what I love? You know what happened last time the Roosters won the minor premiership? What? Cowboys won the comp. They did. And then the year before that? You guys won, won the comp. comp. The year before that? Roosters won the comp. Yeah. They did win it three, though. It's still very impressive. Speaking yeah. of impressive, 350 games. Cameron Smith. I, I have a genuine question. Could Go Cam- on. Could Cameron Smith play 450 games? Maybe. Well, do you see He's Webster's 30- column? He, he said that he, he said Smith's selling himself short by saying 400. I think he might be too. I don't. I don't think he. But he didn't say that. That line was given, and he said, "Could he play of that?" Yes. Oh, okay. I've heard him talk. Well, I haven't heard him. I've heard from people who talk to him that he's thinking about already resigning to his age thirty-seven season. So that's two more seasons. So that already takes him over four hundred games. What a guy! So, yeah, so he's at what? He's at. He's what, at three fifty now. now he, so he's got five to go to break Lockyer's record. He'll yeah. break it this season. He'll break it in the first week of the finals, which will be in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. That'll be. The the game that he equals his the game that he equals it will be against the Raiders at Amy Park. Nobody will be there, but that's the Raiders. Okay. They can't come fourth, mate. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's, that's the last week of the season. Sorry, mate. Oh, geez, sorry, that's my bad. Yeah, um, be, they might rest him around twenty six. So no, they won't. They won't. End of the next year, let's say they make the finals again. What, what? He could make, he could play four hundred in the what, first two weeks. So with of the, the standalone games, I don't know how many games Origin players will play next year, but True. maybe he plays twenty two, twenty three during the season. Yep. With buys, maybe he plays twenty two. Then if three or four finals, you know, he'll get to four hundred. The guy was supposed to be out for several weeks last week. Nah, and he came. He just fake played. News. No, fake screw, news. I'm just going to play and I'll put on seven mate. tries. The man hasn't got a peck to injure. That's true. <laughs> that's it. It's all heart. Mate. It's robots don't have muscles. That's they just it. have wires and. Pieces of metal but and shit. He was amazing in this God, game. He's so good at rugby league. I, I don't know if yeah. it's his best game of his career, but it'd be up there. Put four tries on. That's a tough question, isn't P- it? Playing with that injury, mm. and they were missing Billy, and it didn't matter. Jerome Hughes stepped in and was fantastic. And I think we get to that point now that everyone was waiting for these, these guys to finish up. And obviously, Kansas is going to be the hardest one to replace. But You mean all, all those up, people being blue supporters? Well, yeah, not the same, <laughs> but rugby league fans yeah. in general, I mean... But, you know, when Slater goes, there's Munster or Hughes. When Cronk goes, there's Croft. Smith will be there another three years. It ain't stopping anytime soon. I think they could win the comp without Cooper Cronk this year. Without yeah. Billy. I think if they lost one of them, they'd still win the comp. Or yeah. they'd still be their favourites. Because Cameron Smith's the best rugby league player in I've the... ever seen. Yeah. And he was amazing. He was, he was so good in this game. Had his way with the, with Manly. And they, it... they could play without a halfback. Maybe. They could, but... I want to see how weird Bellamy can get with it. Just put, like, 12 props on the field with Cameron Smith. And see what happens. Why not? Kick, kick returns. Gonna be, be interesting. Like, be interesting. Yeah. I mean, to cut a team up with this often around the ruck, the middle of the field, the tightest area, and doing what he's doing mm. is just something else. And a try he put on for Cooper Cronk at the end was wow. perfect icing on the cake. Yeah. Classic Cronk to, uh, sorry, Smith to Cronk play. But my favourite try was still the auto car in and away yeah. on Tommy Turbo. I think there was a goose step on Tommy Turbo as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Somebody went in. Oh, just talk, talk, just, just talk about Manly a little bit. Just, um, do we have to? Worrying. A little bit worrying now. Like, they've shipped 90 points in two weeks. That's not good. I, I have less of a problem with the team shipping 40 against Cam Smith uh, on his it, day out. If, if the Dragons and Penrith both win this week and Manly lose, and they're playing the Roosters, so they could well yeah, lose. Manly's still got a decent draw for I understand week, that, but what I was going to say is if, if the Dragons and Penrith both win and Manly lose this week, they're out of the eight. 
Thank God. This, so, this sounds weird to say, but Curtis Sirenen has been an underrated loss for Manly. Because the points are leaking a majority down that edge. And mm. if you have a look at some of the breaks Melbourne made and some of the breaks the Dragons made, mm. Dylan Walker is often left in no man's land. And that's definitely a communication issue yep. on that edge. And we've seen Aquilioate's defence over the years as well. And there were some issues with both of them. Mm. And Sean Lane ain't a noted defender. And that side is being targeted deluxe by anybody. It is, it is a corridor of uncertainty down it there. Is. It, it, well, it's a nightmare. One of the breaks Jerome Hughes made, Dylan Walker just ran right through the Melbourne Storm line for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Just charge down I am right all four it. players running into the attacking line in defence. Yeah, and missed tackles. I know they're an overrated. I say they're an overrated. So anyway, they don't always mean something without context. But yeah. Happy Corusal missed nine tackles at, at hooker in the first half. It's not good. He only missed nine the whole game, but he missed all nine of them in the first half. Like nine tackle missed tackles is the most part hooker this year, obviously. But he also has he has six games with seven plus missed tackles in them. Now leads the comp of missed tackles at hooker. Not good. Leading the leading the missed tackles at hooker is hard to do. Let's, it is. Can I just you're very a... very rarely left one on one. That's yeah. You generally miss like three. Yeah. You know, but he's missing seven, eight, That's nine. That's a bit games. worrying. That's can not I, great. Can I make a point about Coruscant here? Yeah. He missed h- half the tackles of the whole Storm team. Wow. <laughs> they missed twenty tackles for the whole game. Yeah. He missed nine and the one and a half. That's incredible. That's crazy. But this team, the Storm Tournament, they did the thing with Munster, they did it with Jerome Hughes now. Somehow, and they got out of cars, somehow they keep following these guys that, why, I don't know, understand why no one else will punt on them. I don't understand why Jerome Hughes at his fourth club to beat Melbourne, how Josh Adokar's at his fourth I, club to beat Melbourne. Understand what part Adokar- of it is them being good players, yeah. and what part of it is just flourishing in the system that every single but, spine player ever has But you look at Jerome in. Hughes, he looked good at the Cowboys, he looked at Adokar, looked good at Tigers. They somehow I mean, just I, end up a little bit different. He should never have been yeah. let go from the These Tigers. Just end he's up on the there. wing being a freak. I'm talking about guys who play in the spine. Oh, yeah. like, I'm curious, and Munster was good in State of Origin, but again, he's still surrounded by those same yeah. Storm players. I'm curious to see... It, it does make me wonder. Like Blake Green's been okay this year, but he, he's been... He's been good, man. I'll, I'll, I'll argue that. Yeah, so like, he's, he's, he's been okay, so he's not, a, he's not a good example of a guy leaving their system and not being good anymore. The Storm curse is a fraud. I had this argument I agree with... Sure, but... I mean... I still want to see a lot of these guys do it without be without being in the most comfortable system that a young player can come into. I know, into. but I'm more making the point that they, they seem to take these... Even though they don't really seem like punts, they keep taking shots on these guys that no one else seems to want, and they make, they keep rehabilitating him, and it's just a credit mm. to, to their system. I mean, yeah. again, Ken Munster was turned down by the other three Queensland clubs, That's and they, they picked him up. The the, the car thing just doesn't... It doesn't make that any sense. That one doesn't make any it sense. Well, he was, that guy looked good at West. Souths, Sharks... Tigers and, and then and he's a Lapperus Junior. Yeah, that, like he that hurts. he played for the he played for the Red Vernal Blacks at the knockout yeah. comp. Like he's from the southeastern suburbs. Come home, Josh. Yeah, don't go to Souths, please. Shut up, Dad. Don't ruin your career, son. <laughs> but like how like Balmain makes sense. Wests makes sense. Him going to Melbourne is a punt for him and a punt for the club. Hey, it's been a win-win yeah. for everyone. It is so a win-win, far. but it's a consistent win-win. Consistently win-win. Yeah, and then Jerome Hughes went from I think believe it was Roosters. Let me, let me fact check myself. No, sorry. He went from Gold Coast to North Queensland, now Storm. So three clubs. Three clubs. Crazy. But, you know, again, they just end up with it. No, I was right. Roosters was his first team. So Roosters, then Gold Coast, and then Cowboys, and ends up there. And I think the Cowboys wanted to keep him. But this is, again, Jerome Hughes. We don't even know he'll fit in the team. But every time he's played first grade, he's been fantastic and scored a try in every Storm game he's played. So Nate Miles is going to score the winner in the grand final for the Storm then? <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, just so good. Just the talent identification of that club is just fantastic. And you'd think at some point other teams would learn that maybe scouring the Q Cup is a good idea because they, they've got other players from there too. But they keep doing it. People keep missing. The, the, the point that you make about the system is that you have... 
The system only works if you put the players in the system who can play it. Yeah. If you have a quality spine like that, and you have dick hands for wingers, or props that don't make meters, etc., etc., the system doesn't work. The system breaks down outside the spine. Well, they've had they've had people go there and fail. I mean, we forget about those. Young Tom yeah. have failed. George Ro- like he's he gets shot all the time. Doesn't yep. wasn't great. Mahay Fanua got shoved out of the R- club. Richie Kenner. Richie Kenner, another failure. Playing but, reserve but how, yeah. George Rose, they signed him, he failed. They have failures every year, but they're yeah. just so That's good right. at you buy enough lottery yeah. tickets, you win the lottery. You win the lottery, exactly. And so it, good at churning out and they're so good at getting the cream of that crop and keeping on yep. holding on to them. Excited like, for Nate Miles. I mean, you know, Jerome Hughes didn't play this week, but like, uh, you know, Jerome Hughes re-signed to be a backup there again for another two years. He probably could have got first grade in another club. What's yeah. Mahifanua doing now? He's coming back to the Tigers next year. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Great. Anyway, right. Great win. And, uh, yeah, this Storm team, it's going to take something to stop them. We're going to take somebody playing like Parody. up on grand final day. Well, someone turning up like Parody last week, completing all your sets and whatever. And then you've got to rely on the Storm also not turning up. I was going to say, like, you, that means you're expecting the Storm not to complete all their sets. You saw exactly. them the 2012 grand final. I think they dropped the ball twice in the whole game or something. So, they... If they're on, no one's beating them. The only way you can beat these guys in the grand finals is if they're off and you're on to your best abilities, which was what we saw last year. Mm. Gold Coast Titans 4, West Tigers 26. Uh, Chris Lawrence equals Benji Marshall's try-scoring record for West Tigers, Dale. Cool. Yeah, it's little stats for you. Yeah, that, yeah. more stats that don't mm. matter. I only heard that 47 times. They mentioned they? it a lot, didn't <laughs> the they? Game, yeah. <laughs> Just, just, I think 47 was... was I, I think was the other thing is you've got to remember that this was also Cam Smith's 350. I think this game as well was <laughs> Cam Smith's 350. <laughs> they all were. But yeah, uh, Titans just did not turn up. No. I can't first, believe it. First half of this game was one of the worst halves of the year. Second oh, half was a bit yeah. better. Tigers turned it on a bit in the second half, mm. but... Yeah, rubbish game. Um, thought Brooks was actually pretty good in this game. He's Tigers. been really good since Taylor's sorry Cleary's been there, and he's running the average. So maybe he and Moses were Lampard and Gerrard just can't play together. Yeah. Well, they had that, that, that is a Tigers, great fan, Tigers fans have been on that one forever. They can't play together, but uh, Brooks averaged six and a half runs a game under under old mate Taylor. Now he has eleven and a half per game, so he's taking the line a lot more. What's his average meterage roughly? Oh, meters just mean shit for half. No, I, I know, know, but, but I don't roughly, know, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But he's taken a line a lot more and he's creating more opportunities from it. And he looked pretty good in this game. I mean, the Latini's Lesniak try was from a nice Luke Brooks play. But mm. this Titans team crumbled easy. The try they, um, Chris Lawrence scored to equal the record was disgusting. It was really soft. I think it was inside Pete and... Ash Taylor stayed on his yeah. line. Uh, Lavaha Pulu didn't push he'd out. Yeah. Pete stood still. And yeah. I can't remember the other guy. There was four, of them, I can't remember, four of them didn't move. Real bad. It was pathetic. Um, and, and Haynes stayed still at fullback. That, that that's makes, puff, I mean, they didn't puff they, the course. Why anyway. did they change that around? Was, I don't know. Like Tyrone Roberts, they were only down by four. And he, not, Tyrone Roberts isn't exactly setting the world on fire, but he can't. He's not a lo- good line defender. No, he, and he, he, no. having him out wide in the second half was a disaster. I think Tyrone's been really good for Ash last year and good this year. They've won. They won like three three games out of four when Ash has played with mm-hmm. Tyrone in the halves. Yeah. But. Yeah, this is Neil Henry, man. I just I don't have the rats other people have. He, he keeps shaking things up. Again, he put Morgan Boyle back on the edge. It wasn't great. Tyron Roberts was at fullback and then at the centres. Tyron Roberts in the centres makes no sense. Yeah, it's with Haynes. It's been a good six this year. Like, Haynes started playing like, well at fullback and they moved him away man, again. I'll tell you what, your man Kane Elgy just... No, not- he's... He needs to be in reserve grade for me. He needs to play the rest of the year in reserve grade and he probably should have played... After he played so poorly the first eight or nine weeks, should have played the rest of the year in Q Cup. Yep. And rehabilitated and come back next year, but yeah, he keeps coming in there playing first grade and he's not performing. And him and Ash don't click. No, they don't. They don't. Well, the worst breaking news of all time came out today too when we were podcasting. Is that 
Bennett declares Broncos after Ash Taylor. So maybe they'll get split up. But wow. Man, who saw, who saw that? I'm hang actually on, hang on. shocked at that. Can, I mean, can you cut in a drop of every time we've mentioned that on the podcast this, <laughs> this year, please? Yeah, that's the, up uh, there with Ash, Tedesco going to the Roosters. Ash Taylor's, Ash Taylor's super cut drop. Yeah. There was a more impressive Did you know things. he used to play for the Broncos, though? I was unaware of that yeah, fact, but thank true. you. There you go. <laughs> I think it was Cam Smith's three fiftieth this you, week too. Do you know they kept Ben? Do you know Mike Pike used to play rugby? Oh, uh, he did. He did. He's also Canadian. Incredible. <laughs> he is. Incredible scenes. Uh, so we'll get on to that later. They, I think they found something with Alex Tall there, and I don't know why Para weren't playing, considering they're so big on you know having big middles. But been a fantastic find for the Tigers, and also Matt Eisenhuth. He's a little older than people think. He's he twenty four. But he's already ready to start NRL level and he's been really good starting Agreed. there. He's been so good they've pushed Elijah Taylor to an edge. Mm, and Elijah Taylor's yeah. now got now got questions over his Tigers. Don't know future. if he's gonna be there next year. That's, but Eisenhut looks really good. Is it great? Well, I mean we talk about age for age we talked about Twall and Eisenhut looking better earlier in the year saying yep. next year they'll get get to play behind Packer and Madalino, but yep. as every week rolls by that looks more and more like a good combination for a middle next year, and they can build a good foundation off that. Those two guys, Packer, Madalena, that's decent makings of a very decent middle. Yeah, and then mm. Suasso sues like your fifth prop. That's yeah, great. It's pretty good. Just need to find <laughs> some edge. Exactly. Yeah. Got the worst edge runners well, in got, the comp. Lawrence is good. Lawrence yeah. can still hit a line, but yeah. he's getting old. N- not the best defender. No. And, and he's also been in, in and out of injury wise, in and out of first grade this year. McQueen will see after the neck injury. Oh, I forgot they signed McQueen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see how he turns up, but you know. We'll talk about someone that's question about them for next year again okay. later. We'll talk about it later. But yeah, they, cool. they don't look too bad now. No, and the Titans got their very, very small finals hopes completely extinguished. They they really did turn off the porch lights. They did. They did. Oh, Ben Hunter's sunken with disappointment. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. This week's Drop It Like It's Hunt. You want to do this one, mate. This is all yours. This is Dales. 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 No, yeah. don't throw well, me under the bus. I wanted to, I it wanted was 500% your suggestion. I wanted to out. give it to Frankie. So did I. <laughs> Dale Roots. I can't even remember. You know what you did. No, I don't. Yes, what you ha- did. It's the 2007... Oh, shit. Sorry, boys. So my, yours. my apologies. Own it. Look, I am... I am one for equality. We all know that. But I will not allow a team that cheated the salary cap <laughs> to celebrate a premiership that has been stripped off them. They had it embroidered on the back had of the Had it jerseys. embroidered on they the back the of their shirts. They have the at the Leagues Club. It's fucking they have a Leagues Club? Not a Leagues Club. Whatever. They have training facilities. This is ridiculous. The funniest thing I found was a trophy being there. That's great. That uh, <laughs> I was like, whatever. Celebrate your fake thing. Didn't actually, in the end, didn't actually mean anything. Celebrate that. But then the trophy, the trophy was there. I was like, what? Are they, they got all be, the trophies. Are they going to be celebrating buddy PricewaterhouseCoopers for ordering them as well? This is... <laughs> this is... This is just hot trash. <laughs> anniversary in a few years. Did they, did they Skype Brian Waldron in from prison? Brian Waldron in from the rat cage that he lives in. Oh, my God. Oh. What a G-up. One of the all-time heel moves in rugby league history. I, yeah, I, having I, a fucking I, luncheon to celebrate a premiership you were stripped of. And they'll probably do it again in two years. They will. It'll be great. 2007 on the back of the jersey was so good as well. Great, great team. Horrible club. Horrible club. <laughs> in the sea. In the sea. Not, not good. I love it so much. I, I, I admire their lack of tact Fuck. and Mitch throwing his phone across the room. That is one thing. I, I, I admire their, their, their lack of just giving a shit what anybody thinks. But I mean, that's what got them in trouble in the first place, isn't it? So, <laughs> anyway. It, it's uh, great. I, I laughed at it. I yeah. mean, I understand why everyone's upset, but I just felt, like you said, best heel move. I just laughed. 
respect. The, tr- the trophy was what got me. <laughs> the anyway, trophy's the, the, tr- the fact that they still have the trophy, yeah. it, I just don't understand. I don't get I took the rings off them, but the trophy stays. I melted them down and turned them <laughs> into a big asterisk. What's the bet the the club made them replica rings? Oh, they would have too. They should have all worn them that day. They probably were wearing we them. But all in, all in cubic zirconia, I hope. <laughs> Take the diamonds out and sell them to the salary cap right. breaches. Anyway. So, we got a question, which we were not going to save for question time. We're going to do now. A little exercise. from last week. Little, from Mesut Ozil. Uh, Dave, as he's better known. Uh, big fan of the show. Big or, not fan of Mark Latham. Good, yeah. Good question asker, usually. And this is a Actual good question. friend of the show. Yes. Um... <laughs> Wow. Oh. And um, he gave us wow. a question last week. We have Actually, to do... sorry, the non-friends are supposed to have turned off by now. So that's great. <laughs> great. He gave us a question yeah. last week. We're supposed to do a snake draft where we draft... <laughs> On theme? That worked out really well. Uh, where we pick a player from AFL, Rugby Union, Rugby League, Cricket and Soccer in Australia to compete on our team... And then they would all compete in each of those five sports once. Okay. If that makes everyone understand. So it all makes the best team. And, and I, uh, I spoke to Dave about qualifying. Like the rest of the team saved cricket. The other six would be average people. So okay. Just, they're right, wins. Yeah. They're okay. Yeah. Five they're replacement level players. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, makes sense to me. All right. So I'm going to go first because dibs. Are we going? Are we going that way? We'll go clockwise. Yeah. We'll and go, then clockwise. We'll go back. me, Dale, yeah. you, you, Dale, me. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Swing so picks. My first pick: rugby union. Oh, this is the, the you know you went first. <laughs> Israel Folau is my pick. Uh, he played AFL, rugby league, and sorry, you rugby picked, union. You the wrong, the wrong one from the union. No, I didn't. There's one that was actually good at three of them. Nope. <laughs> I picked Israel Folau. He will win me th- at least three of these, and he is probably good at soccer as well. Uh, I'm going to take Carmichael Hunt. That's the right answer. That's an AFL player. What? That's not a rugby union. He plays for the Reds, you palooka. Oh, plays for the Wallabies. I wrote him down as my AFL player. <laughs> there you go. That is the right answer because he uh, actually was good at AFL. He was. I, fi- I think he actually won yeah, the Suns a game after the siren. Is he at rugby league or rugby union? He could be better at league. Yeah, fight, yeah. And he's, he's actually not. their best Wallaby this no, year. Not here for this. Injured, so there you go. Okay. Your, your rugby yeah. union pick? Yep. So, uh, rugby union pick. I'm not going for union. I'm going for another sport now. Okay. okay. But I'm taking the man who won the Australian's greatest athlete twice. <laughs> I know who you're going Billy for. Billy Slater. Yeah, great <laughs> shout. Him. Good shout. And the other, I, I want to take Cam Smith here because he could be good I at anything. I thought about it. I he thought was, about he'll too. find a way. All right. But my other pick, I've got another pick yep, here. You do. And I'm taking another multi-sport man. I'm taking Andrew Simon. I don't care how old he is. That's a Thought great about him shout. too, but again, didn't think I could pick him because he's too old. Well, the yeah. problem, problem is, anyway, problem so is he can't play league because he can't shoulder charge. So <laughs> that's a big he issue. murdered that streaker. But he used to do Broncos preseason training at the Broncos every year. I so. do remember that. So well, Andrew Simon. I think they were both on a forex contract, he could, actually. You know, bat and bowl. Yep. You know, good all round at cricket. Yep. Front row on both my other teams. Yep. That's a good pick for me. So Slater and Simon. Uh I am going to take Cam Smith. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I, he is the brains of the operation. Yeah, he'll he'll figure out how to he cheat. He will any of those figure sh- out a way. He will be talking. To the, the ref will have made different rules. Wait until he controls the umpire in cricket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, wait until he gets in his head. But nah, the foot, foot was definitely behind the line, sir. Yeah. Oh, I know it's not a no ball. Yeah. That is out. Exactly. I don't know how AFL umpiring works. We'll okay. sure get them to. All right. So my next pick is from the AFL. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm taking Alex Keith. I don't know who that is. I'll tell you why. Okay. He was in the news last week or the week before because he was about <laughs> to make his. He was about to make his AFL debut after transitioning across from playing state cricket. 
Good shout. Go. Well, I assume anyone in AFL is a fast bowler. Yep. <laughs> I think they all are. They have to and be. That, right? that is, that's, that's why I picked him for my AFL player. Um, yep. I've got my NRL player written down, but I won't waste that pick now because you've both picked your NRL yep. player. That's mm-hmm. why I'm the GM of the year. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to take... A well, you took the wrong first pick. <laughs> no, I stand... Dude, Izzy's better than Carmichael at two of those three sports. And they're both, they both know how to play mm. it. That's fine. All right. All right. And I am going to take a cricketer. And I'm just going to take the most... Af- who I think probably the most adept to doing other things in the Australian cricket team, and that no, is Shane Ward, David Warner. <laughs> okay, he was always going to be my pick, but I think he's just too short. Yep, fair and enough. That's, that was my short's that was my fine concern. for everything except AFL, and, and even he then he can he, be a little poor Kelly is, type. He can't bowl on my cricket team either. That's my yep, real concern. I want someone who can be a double threat in my cricket game. Mm-hmm. Good point, but I just like I, I think he'd be he'll be he'd be pretty handy at all the other all the other codes, little mm. little, little pocket rocket. <laughs> my turn? Yep. I'm going to take Mitch Stark. That was my other cricketer that I had written down. Uh, yeah. I think he'd be a fairly decent forward in NIFL. Uh, and he's a very good cricketer. And you could stick him on the wing and chuck a ball up high. and you know. Or you could put him in the middle and let him work. I don't yeah. think he would work, though. I think that's the issue. He'd get killed. Bit of woodwork, eh? But yeah, yeah he, is, he would be ch- he'd be the tall timber. Okay, so I'm going to leave my union one to last. You both pick union. Mm-hmm. I'm picking the only AFL player I know, <laughs> Orazio Fantasia. Oh, very good. <laughs> I because of the name. That big boy McAvoy. Maybe, but Orazio Fantasia. Just... <laughs> Man, I should have cut that up too earlier. Yeah. But I'm fine with Best it. Best name in AFL. That's going to be the brand name for the team, so that's okay. good. And my other pick, coming from A-League, and I'm going for a real scrapper. A bit of height and probably could bowl some spat, some speed, some fast bowling. Yep. Matt Simon's coming in. <laughs> that is Simon. That was jerk. one of the two I had written down. The, aggr- the aggression he'll bring across all formats. I yep. believe that's mm. a solid A League. That is the A League pick. Uh, I am going to take Scott Pendlebury from the AFL. Pendles, as they call it. Now, there's a reason for this. Scott Pendlebury was actually at the AIS on a basketball scholarship. Wow. He dropped out. Weren't they oh, all in basketball? He, he dropped players? out of the AIS to play AFL, and his AIS. Scholarship spot was taken by Pat Mills. There you go. And he's a handy handy, handy basketball player. I would assume he's a... Dale, I, ta- I, I like that, but basketball's not one of the sports. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, but hand-eye coordination yeah. is very important in cricket, so he's got good hand-eye coordination, Fair and point. he kicks a ball, so he'd be decent at football. Fair point. All right, I got my last two. I've also gone for the scrapper, gym rat type soccer player, Yep. and I've yep. gone with Ryan Grant. Oh, this is a rubbish pick. <laughs> <laughs> no, no physicality. Your team is too small to he's win He's going to work so hard. Yeah. He, he'd be a great like follower in AFL. He'd be Cameron King of league kind of thing, play, average hooker who just scrapper. Yep. But where's he belong on the other fields? You're in trouble there. I don't he know about he that. would be. He'd be a very industrious fly half who yeah, would get tackled a lot. Ryan Grant playing fly half would be a recipe for destruction. Yeah. What would be like some like Seb Ryle for in, you know just whoa, going whoa, whoa, hard? Let's steer away from the rocks there. <laughs> no, um, I wasn't going rocks, any rocks. rocks. Okay. All right, I thought, and my last pick is NRL. I thought about taking my boy Gus Crichton, mm-hmm. former Union schoolboy, <laughs> yeah. but I just went with the biggest physical freak in the game. Oh, now you're going for size right now? Yeah, that's why I got my, I got bigs and smalls, mate. I know what I'm doing. My last pick is uh, it Robbie Fowler? Jason Tamalola. Oh, great shout! I'm going to tell Gi. You said that he's he's injured. <laughs> oh well. Andrew Simons is like 10 years retired. Well, I, that's, yeah, that's why I didn't Andrew have Simon's Andrew Simons' last sporting That's why I didn't have Andrew Simons commentating the Big Bash. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we were allowed to pick anyone from any era, I would have picked Andrew Simons. But anyway, yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm changing. Don Bradman. Yeah. <laughs> 
Noted football enthusiast of the round ball game. Um, but yeah, so Tamalolo to me is the biggest physical freak in the game right now. So where do you play? Where do you play Tamalolo on a football pitch? Uh, he could probably be a good keeper because he will take up the whole goal. True. I, I'd be playing him as the kind of him, you could play him as a deep lying playmaker. No, I'm playing him up front as the. I big was going to say Adebayo <laughs> Akinfenwa beast yeah. mode. Holding yeah. the ball off. Yeah. And, uh, I forgot that I picked a soccer player that's not particularly good at soccer. Yeah, he did. He's, <laughs> he's good at, he's good like at running, that. though. But he's good at... That's my thing. He's, he, he's the fittest man I've so ever he's tri- seen. So he's triathlon. <laughs> he's triathlon. Mate. It's a, it's a five Damn in the five sports. He's fit to play rugby union or cricket. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be okay at <laughs> AFL and rugby bad, league. It was a bad pick. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Tail. Who, who have I got left? Soccer. Have you got any left, Mitch? I have it's my union pick left. Okay. I'm going to pick Ruin Tongyuk from Melbourne City. Okay. Uh, tall player, so he'd get it coming up off a good length. Yeah. Mm. Uh, fast player, decent with his body, so he'd be all right at league. Yep. Talking about his length and his body, Dale. Look, all right, Andrew Johns. Oh, all right, Andrew Johns. <laughs> he is quite a specimen. Um, and again, he, as I said, decent AFL player, good with his hands, from what I know. Do you know that he's a decent AFL player? Well, from memory, he's tall. <laughs> and he lives in Victoria. Yeah. Therefore. It's better pick than Ryan Grant already. <laughs> oh. I should have picked Elise Perry. Okay, here's my here's my hot take, right? Melbourne City, sh- they train out in the middle of nowhere. So, effectively, he's already playing country footy, so he's tough. <laughs> I like it. All right, Good. last pick My last one, again, the last one of Australia's greatest athlete, reunion player, <laughs> Quade Cooper. Jeez, yeah, step on down. But problem is, he's not Australian. Uh, no, uh, he won Australia's greatest athlete, mate. And it, the question wasn't Australian or not either. <laughs> Doesn't he That's, play in Toulon? We probably could have picked a better Super Rugby player thinking about that now. My boy Bowden Barrett. Bowden no, Barrett. Had, no, I thought it had to be an That's Australian. That's not a real human. You're Bowden making Barrett. up words. Talk shit about Bowden Barrett one more time. We're gonna. But yeah, so what, what are the final lineups? I've got Billy Slater, Orazio Fantasia, yeah. um, Andrew Simons, Matt Simon. Rubbish. And I've got Quade Cooper. I've That's got, a good That's a good side. That's decent. I've got Israel Folau, David Warner, Jason Taumalolo, Ryan Grant, and Alex Keith. Because I don't know who one of them is. I've already done yeah, one. But, <laughs> but he literally like played two of the five sports yeah, professionally. But, uh, he was. He this, is. It doesn't matter if you know <laughs> who he is. Last. You'll take that. Cam Smith, Scott Pendlebury, Sonny Bill. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Hunt then. God, I didn't think Sonny Bill was dumb as that. He's not nah. Australian. I didn't think he could. Carmichael Hunt. Oh, Carmichael Hunt. <laughs> Yeah. Mitch Stark and Ruin Tongyuk. We'll let the punters vote. I think my lots team's of the talls. Best. Lots. Yeah. See, my my team is basically two talls, two mediums, and Cam Smith Brain. Yeah. Well, my team is proven across Australia's greatest athletes. I mean, that is that mediums. is good. You pick guys who jump hurdles and I was going to say, and like, is there a run climb? across sand pits and walk on hot coals? Oh, and good at multiple things. No, let's pick Ryan Grant who can here. just run. Ryan Grant. <laughs> Yeah, running running <laughs> is important in all of these Not sports. particularly fast. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's fast. He's, fast. he's <laughs> industrious. He's just, oh, well, let's pick him. Yeah. They shouldn't have picked Ryan Grant. They should have. <laughs> <laughs> the other four picks are very good. I, like, the other four all make sense. Three. Matt. The guy I haven't heard of this again. That's Bungard's. the best pick of all. He played Bungard two has, sports professionally this year. Some, this year. Somehow managed to jam an L into Ryan Grant's name. Anyway. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> but yeah, Carmichael Hunt's the best pick out of all these. I'm putting these teams up on Twitter. We'll let the people decide. Yeah, yeah, well, we know who they'll pick. The right one. <laughs> yeah. They'll pick a team with it. What's his name? Keith? <laughs> Alex, Keith. Alex? Keith Alexander, <laughs> I believe. Yeah. You're forgetting we have people who listen to the show who actually watch AFL, so they'll nah, appreciate it. They should turn they'll off as well. They'll appreciate the pure... <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you guys will turn off as well. I had a few good Do you names. even know if Orazio Fantasia is <laughs> he's like tall real, or if he's, he's not a real man? I've just heard his name, and it's kind of a meme. I've, <laughs> just, a meme, I've, I've seen him play live. He's, he's, uh, he's oh, I should have picked Shuey. 
I've seen, should have been Stewie. I've seen that one Would video. Would have fit in with the rugby league culture. Side, steel side bottom, just for a good steel. name. I've seen that one video with like 40 retweets of Brian Taylor yelling Orazio Fantasia. So that you is know a good video. Good Fair point. All right. <laughs> Sam says. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. News. Anyway, so Sam says, <laughs> apologies for dropping that. Um, when will I be home? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know what the. Oh, it's late. What's happening? It is late. This is chaos. I'm in the office, allegedly. Yeah, this is technically an office, you could argue. A home office. You could not argue that. They you definitely literally, could argue it. You'd you, be wrong. If you, if but you, you could worked argue in it. here, uh, workplace health and safety would shut this place down. <laughs> There's no lights in here. We're There's in the dark. Light. This There's is ridiculous. It's intimate. It's nice. Some people prefer low tint. I do not like intimacy. <laughs> With you, at least. Oh, yeah, so, oh, so, oh wow. So I'll give you a lift home later. Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, big news of the week. Thanks, I'm fired up about this. Uh, so South to re-sign thought- Robbie Farah for 20 years. Great. No. Thanks for that. Uh, we all thought that the ANZ Stadium remake was happening. We all thought it was locked in. I did think that. I, I actually genuinely did think that. Um, I was excited because they're going to re- move the seats in. It's going to look great. But apparently, the 11th hour, Dale Roots, the GWS Giants have dug their heels in. Well, the GWS Giants, who are effectively a proxy for their owners, the Australian Football League. Who are just throwing their weight around. They are, look, they are the full heel. What a fucking joke. Like, I'm far from an AFL hater, right? I enjoy watching the game. You you know who Alex Keith is. Exactly. Alex Keith? Right. In the absolute worst case scenario, which is GBS host a home game against Sydney and also host a final against them, which doesn't happen every year. The absolute worst case, they're... They have two games a year where they're going to need more than mm-hmm. the capacity at their spotless stadium. Yep. Um, I like that you called it their spotless stadium because it's usually empty. Ha. Uh, I didn't even mean that, but I'll take it. Mm. Uh, let's go through all the teams that use ANZ and will benefit from it being rectangular. Uh, Souths, West Tigers, Parramatta Eels, Canterbury Bulldogs, the Wallabies, the Socceroos, uh, Sydney FC and the Wanderers Sydney when they play might win some games if it's square. Ooh, touche. <laughs> Good shout. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting some on top of that, but the point is there's probably 50... Oh, State of Origin and yep. the Grand Final. So I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting some as well on top of that, but my point is there's 50 to 100 games that are going to be played there yep. rectangular-wise mm-hmm. every year, and they're trying to stop that from happening for the sake of maybe, maybe two games a year, which could just be played at the SCG anyway because it's a world-class AFL stadium. They're not going to be played at the SCG, but the, the thing no, that... I know they're not. I know, but- I know, I know. But GWS... Don't have many fans. I know that's a shock to you as a GWS fan. I know I it feels full because orange. it's orange stadium, you know, orange jerseys. It's, it's, you get confused. I understand. True. My thing is this. Their preliminary final against the Bulldogs last year was, from my knowledge, their highest selling home game at Spotless Stadium ever. Yeah. It sold out. To the best of my knowledge, that's the only time they've sold Spotless Stadium out except against the Swans. Yep. People like their stadium because it's small. I like it because it's small. It's fun. Yeah. It's the same as going to a suburban ground. It's, it's going, exactly the same as going like to Leichhardt or Campbelltown or Henson Park or any of those grounds that we, we froth about in the NRL. Mm-hmm. AFL fans come up from Victoria came up from Victoria for that game. Not necessarily just because the Bulldogs won won the game. Obviously they would never have known that. But it harks back to the era when the AFL played at those smaller grounds like Prince's Park and Witten Oval and all those kind of things. AFL fans like that. The AFL sticking their nose in here is just the most arrogant piece of gamesmanship, and it 
it doesn't make any sense. The numbers do not make sense. People came to that ground. There was a great atmosphere for the prelim final. Just host your games there. Yep. The only reason there were 66,000 at the S- at the uh, Olympic Stadium for their um, game the against the Swans is because there are 45,000 Swans members mm-hmm. and they exactly. all got tickets to it. Like, the, the JWS just don't have enough fans to justify it happening. <sighs> the best thing that they could hope for is that they expand the show ground. Yeah. Which is, you know, great for the show as well. Hmm. You know, if the Easter show is going to be there. More people want to see stunt bikes. People love stunt bikes. <laughs> Um, yeah, why don't the uh, why doesn't MTG get go square? Because yeah, they, what, there's one and all team there. What so. if what if we need it for State of Origin one? <laughs> Make it square. Yeah. Could we dig it down several meters? And yeah. just put there's an actual in. full big stadium for a rugby league game down there, as opposed to up here. Mm. Yeah. What an absolute G up. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. The numbers don't make sense. The sentiment behind it doesn't make any sense. I, I understand they're making inroads into Western Sydney, and that's great. They've spent something like in the order of several hundred million dollars here to make it happen. Yeah. Unless they're going to pay for it not to happen, for the facilities to be improved, for the AF, if the AFL is going to pay for the facilities to be improved and for it to remain around ground, to have those seats oh, brought in, okay. shut the fuck up. Seriously, you have no say, yep. in my opinion. They're just swinging their dicks around for the sake the, of it. Exactly. Are, are they going to come to Suncorp and say, no, we want to make this a round oval because the, the Lions, Lions might play a final at once every five years. <laughs> the Lions playing a final. Even I know that's bad. What? <laughs> exactly the same thing. Like, just, just <laughs> butt out. Yep. I, I know that you're trying to make inroads up here, but just stay in your lane. You'll earn more good... Like, and this is, this is a thing that a lot of people... I've had this argument a lot of times, actually. It's weird. People who love AFL don't seem to realise that AFL diehards. I'm not talking about the people who watch the AFL and also watch other sports. Yeah. AFL diehards fucking hate every other sport. Mm. Yep. And they don't understand that that's not a thing up here. Like, we rugby league fans don't care about soccer. They don't care about yeah, AFL. Because they just know that they're things that exist. In, in football, in, in rugby league and football and super rugby, teams that improve their stadiums benefit other teams. If the Raw got a stadium upgrade to play at Ballymore... It helps the Reds who train there. If Suncorp gets an upgrade, it helps the Raw who play there. If Bruce Stadium gets rebuilt, it helps the Canberra team that plays there. If the SFS gets rebuilt, another, like, Sydney benefit and the Waratahs benefit and potentially South's benefit if they play their odd odd game there. there But, like, the AFL benefits one other code, which is cricket, and that's it. And it's played there... Once, and once or twice a year at yeah, the MCG, the Sydney Thunder are not like they're like fine playing cricket, at spotless, apologies. and yeah, and Test cricket's never going to be at ANZ, and one day isn't never going to be there anymore because the SCG is a world class venue now. Yeah, it's it's baffling to me. It, it, I hope it's just posturing for if, the sake of posturing because if this actually happens, that is an incredibly disappointing if, result. If the Swans still played games there, I could somehow justify it because up until this year, they had a contract in place, to my knowledge, to play. I think it was three games and their home. Finals against GWS at the at the Olympic Stadium, but that contract's expired, and they're now full time with the SCG Trust, which is how it should be. Which is exactly how stadium it, because that's where all the fans are. They're fishing yeah. where the fish are. All of their fans are in the inner west and the eastern suburbs, and you know the inner south. Mm-hmm. There's no need for them to play at the Olympic Stadium. It just doesn't make sense. It's frustrating. All right, uh, James Roberts signed a new contract, Mitchell. Yeah, good news. For the, excuse me for the Broncos, obviously. Four years, apparently the original offer was two, and Roberts came back and said he wanted four, and the club were happy to sign that, and they're, they're happy with how they're rehabbed in themselves. Obviously, the off-season will be a test, but those kind of talents in that position don't really exist in this league very often yeah. at the moment, so a, fan, a good re-signing for the club, and uh, 
you know, that, that, it's good. Good signs. It, it's to me, it's not necessarily just about him re-signing with the Broncos and and being good for the Broncos, but it's him not going somewhere else and being mm. good for them. Don't, beca- be, don't go to Sydney because if he was going to go to Sydney, he's going to stuff his career up. I wanted to At know. least he can be under Wayne's mm-hmm. wing, but also he's not playing against the Broncos every you know twice yeah, a season. Yeah, but you know he's up there now, and he's whether it's fluff or not, he believes he's matured from his rehab last year and. With having a young young child as well, it's helping him. So maybe he's in a better environment now, and he's at the right age now. To, he's twenty four, surprisingly still just twenty four. Right age, to smarten up and stopping a dickhead off the field. How we'll see if it is, happens. How old is this kid? Fifteen months. Or That's, so? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that'll that'll do that to a professional athlete. They'll they'll wise up. So we'll wise see up. this off season. I'll still be uh, fingers crossed all off season that he doesn't do anything anything untoward. We can pray. Any other news? No, not really. No, no, no. Everyone else is talking about Origins. I so. caught a Moltres today. Nobody cares. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have a of questions. Question time. First Ooh. question from at Simo underscore 393. How good would a player like Andrew Johns have been if he ever played under a coach like Wayne Bennett? That's a great question. He would actually be the GOAT rather than... The- mm. The sort of good but not as good as Darren Lockyer or Cameron. I know, that's <laughs> you, you were doing well there. Maybe as good as Brad Fittler. I, I genuinely think that he would have been a very different person if he had played under Wayne. Yeah, you're saying... I uh, think that he would have been a very good, as good if not better player, but I don't think that he would be falling asleep in airport lounges. <laughs> he, might, he might still be. His, his analysis would definitely have improved because he would have more brain cells. But yeah, I mean, That's you know, take. Wayne had plenty of good halves then too, so I don't know how much better... Johns would have got the same premiership. Well, where would Darren Lockyer be? Because he wouldn't have been in first grade, Dale. So he would have been winning comps with the Knights, mate. Mm, he would have been uh, probably winning more comps with the Knights. Stay, if he was there. stay work, Bungo. Stay work. Uh, next question: Manny P twenty five. Is there a way the Dragons, Broncos, and Sharks can work out a deal to send Hunt to the Dragons, Dugan to the Sharks, and Bird to the Broncos now? Instead of delaying the inevitable, I, I don't have a problem with it's one of the all time win win wins. Yeah, like I, I don't Although, mind I think in Broncos other sports where you have. Now. No, we, no, we wouldn't do it. The other McCulloch's two. Dead. The you, other might two have, you might have done it three weeks ago. The other two teams are kind of desperate to get rid of those two players. Yeah, you right? might have done it a couple of weeks ago. You can't do it now. I, Unless you want to play Jack Bird or Hooker. I don't have a problem with those kind of three or four way thing, like trades that you see in the NBA and the NFL where you see draft picks go. I know that we obviously don't have draft picks here. Play to be named later. Yeah. Cash considerations. <laughs> Cash con- that now that is a great tweet. Portland Trailblazers Twitter Trailblazers. on fire. Portland in general, great okay. place. Uh, next question at Shanter eighty six. How often should you chuck the, chuck the dishwasher on every day or when it's full? When it's when full. It's full. Yeah, what? who's who's doing every day? I, that you got to is that your Mrs. Anal and she's doing that? That has to be what that's come from, right? Uh, my okay. So we have solar panels on our house and we only put the dishwasher on during the day because it runs for free from the sun. Is that how it works? Yeah, because it oh. runs the the power comes in from the sun. Yeah, yeah I understand I, the concept I, of solar it goes, power. It goes through this, just, it goes through it, this window. My understanding in the was it sort of went into some sort of power bank, and you still had to like use the power and pay. No, for no. It. no, no, no. We don't have a battery. We want to buy a battery. Go, but go it's deeper. Very deeper. How does the power come from the sun? To the power? Wait, so, lots of very small people, <laughs> right, in bikes, okay, yeah. pushing a turbine. Cool. Really, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're running the dishwasher every day, either that, that or you've got a small dishwasher. Like in, like a flat where you've got a, like a half size dishwasher. Okay, it's still that's worrying. But still, it's a waste of water. That is, it's a weird one. Uh, and power. Run it when it's full. It's a weird question. It's a good question though. I think it's a great question. Uh, hey, I have to open my eyes to like the psychopaths to do the other thing. <laughs> At Hootdog eighty seven, what's your favourite type of frog? Ooh, uh, mine's Wally. Mm. Ha. Good answer. Um, I'm gonna say 
the red ones. Red frogs? Uh, yeah. The frog that they had to move the Sydney Aquatic Centre for. Oh, the green and gold bell the frog. The green and gold bell frog. What? Yeah. Back in 2000, they, that's, so the, the frog was like one of the official... The, like, aqua- the Aquatic Centre was going to be on the other side of Homebush, mm-hmm. and it was too close to a spot where there was this endangered frog living in a yep, wetland. This is true. So they had to move the a whole Aquatic Centre to the other side of the Olympic Park. And the green so and gold bell frog became a uh, mascot became a for mascot. the Olympic team. Yep. Something like Not that. one of the three weird cartoon animals, no. just a, like a frog. Millie Ollie and Sid. Correct. At underscore Matt Coleman. In honor of Retro Round, tell us something you'd actually sorry, tell us something actually interesting you'd like to see back instead of contested scrums, toe pokes, three point tries, etc. So something you want to bring back that's not, you know. Cotton jerseys. <laughs> I want what's no. the players melt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have two. The cotton. They're not gonna melt. First one, ma- the mouse trap on a regular basis. Oh yes, please. Bring back the mouse trap. And secondly, kicking jewels. Just do it. Just do it. You can you bring over a union player, young Kerwin Bosch from over from uh yes over from the Lions. Oh, he has a serious sharks. You can get like eighty meters on the fly. Get him in the league. All right, I got one. Just yep. because because South's season is already over, mm. I'd love for retro round this week for them to play with leather footballs and for it to rain. Could could you? Are you going to make a twenty fourteen reference again? No, <laughs> leather footballs <laughs> and, and in the rain. See how many handling errors they might break the record for handling errors What's in a game. What's the um? Mm. What, what, when was the last time that Souths won the premiership before twenty? Nineteen seventy one. Could they get the 1971 Souths team to come and improve their current lineup? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. That would be very retro. Also, uh, striking at the play the ball. What? Oh, the strike right. at the play the ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Edwin underscore Smith won. If certain people played basketball, yep. but the underdog, underdogs didn't come out on top, did they even play basketball at all? No. Correct. That, so that means we've never played basketball. Ever. <laughs> there we go. Fake, fake still hasn't won. Undefeated, I would say. <laughs> Some would argue. Uh, at Michael Darren 79. Mm. What is your favourite odd thing that happen- can happen in a game of league? For example, penalty kicks that come off the post, charge downs when the charger scores, like that. Favourite odd thing? Pen- like, any conversion that hits a crossbar. Crossbar hitters going yeah, in and because, out? Yeah, because posts make a lot of sense. Like, they're, you're, you're always going to have the ball above the post. But mm. if you're taking a long-range conversion and it just gets, hits a crossbar and goes over, yep. very rare. My favorite random thing is tries of shank drop goals I've seen once. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was great. It's going to go with the old, old faithful, say Falcons. Falcons. That was yeah. funny. Uh, and his next question, any example where a coach has worked their way out of a tough period? So we're going to assume he means at the same football club, so mm-hmm. we're not applying Wayne, Wayne Bennett, Bennett to the Knights. Like from the Knights. setting a forest on fire and then walking away from it <laughs> cool guys to go back to Queensland cool doesn't, guys doesn't, doesn't look count. At and by setting the forest on fire, you mean leaving Dango Guy, Joe Lua, <laughs> Tyrone Roberts, the Sins brothers, all those, all those quality players. I like Re- that you said that with a straight face. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, leaving all those there and then them fucking it up is him sitting on fire. <laughs> this walked away. He may have put the kindling down. <laughs> he didn't. But Rick Stone lit the fire, hey, sir. Hey, I think <laughs> I think Bennett had poured the gasoline um, upon the tinder. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of examples. I think Anthony Griffin was on the hot seat a little bit a couple of months no. ago. I don't think he is now. Well, only they haven't been particularly good. They've just no. been winning a few games. Mm. Dale had a good one. Trent Barrett. Also, Arthur. I mean, all the salary cap stuff that they had yeah. last year, all of the eyes were pointed at him going, how did you sign all these players and not know anything? And now we're talking about Parramatta playing in the four. Yeah, that's a good shout. And I mean, the, De- the Des is at a tougher period than guys like Barrett and those were because he's come from the 12 finals in a row streak in mm. two areas now. And, it, you know, maybe he's going to decline. Maybe it's it. You know, coaches lose it like players do, and we'll see yep. next year if this is it for Des. But, um, if, if you don't evolve with the times, then you can't remain a great yeah. coach. Well, that's the reason why most coaches don't have the 30 years careers so yeah. the greatest of all time. Yeah. Okay, next question. RCB Sharks. 
how would you celebrate a title that was no longer yours to celebrate? <laughs> uh, clearly, I'd have a lunch and then I'd embroider the year that we got caught cheating <laughs> on the back of my jersey for that day. Okay. Very good. At Seagull Spur, what's your opinion on the age versus weight debate for junior footy teams? It's a tough one. I don't really... I don't have kids, so I don't really... Not, yeah. a, kid, not a kid's guy, so I don't really have a take. <laughs> um, not a parent, we might say. Interesting... Uh, that he knows of. One, 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 uh, one lady I follow on Twitter, I think it handles like footy mum three or something like that's that. She, <laughs> generic, no, generic white No, 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 no. She's, no, no, no. She's I know good though. I just don't remember exactly handle. Just but like, she that she op- often tweets photos of her kid playing and she said that he, he loves the fact that he's the smallest guy in the field every yeah. week and he loves playing against the big kids. So Come to Campbelltown and you will see some serious size disparities. You've got to ask the kids. It's not up to the adults. I think it is up to the adults. It's up to the adults. <laughs> it's up to the kids until somebody gets hurt. As good as that kid is, we've also all seen... We've all been there at halftime of the footy when there's like eight-year-olds getting steamrolled by the man who looks Yeah, 47. and it's hilarious. <laughs> it is funny, but yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to live in a world where I can't go to a Souths game and then at halftime watch a nine-year-old steamroll <laughs> a bunch of other nine-year-olds. So I live in that world. New Zealand Rugby Union have this weight system in place. and mm. they In their weight wage group, so they have... Two different things. They have under eights, for example, and under eight restricted. So under eight restricted has a certain weight limit, and the other one is uh, under eights. You can go up to a higher weight, but then if you hit over that weight, you move to under nines, for example. So see, that- I can't wait till this leads to like crazy parents making their kids make weight. But see, I don't. It'll be fucking great. No, seriously, so wait, it'll happen. Dr- Eat these diuretics, Mitchell. Well, when I, in under 14... <laughs> I don't want to. Eat them. When, yeah. when, he, when we toured New Zealand under 14, our whole team was weighed, and then that's how we played. The team we played against yeah. had to hit, hit, hit weight limits to play us. But, for example, I don't know if 47 kilos is big for an under eight. I don't know, I don't know what an eight-year-old weighs. I'm not out there picking them up and... Yeah. You know, 47 kilos, I'd say. That is the weight less than or that equal to... That kid in that video was bigger than me. Like, oh, yeah. That was... It's crazy. Did, yeah. This is the... As you say, I think... It's the same kind of thing with with gradings in in most sports. If your kid wants to have fun and get fit and make friends, and they're ten, put them in the restricted age group where they're not going to be getting bowled over by people who are twice their weight. If they there to, if if you think as a parent and they think as a player, I know they're young, obviously, and I'm as I said, I'm not a parent as well. But if they want to test themselves against a potentially bigger player. Let them go and play in the unrestricted age group. Oh, I don't mind this restricted Because if you... Like, I mean, my other half plays all age twos. And there are some girls there who want to push themselves. And there are some girls there who want to have fun. The girls who want to push themselves play, want to play ones. But they can't because the ones are already full. But there's like a threes, a fours, a fives. And there's an overage. Yep. Those overage, play, overage players are playing against players of their own age. Okay. So, you're saying we have an under eights and under eight wimps. League. I think wow. I think what you need to do is not call them wimps. No, it's under eight. The softcocks. It's under eight and under eights. Can't I just bet on all the horses to have a fun time? <laughs> yeah, but the weight system, I think, is something that will eventually come in here because yeah, me it, too. Just, it will happen eventually. Play, safety. We get it. These, safety. We see this story on like one of the current affairs shows or in every, one of the newspapers every few months. Like yeah. there's some big kid just killing. It also helps player development too. By the way, there's a reason why New Zealand rugby unions mile ahead anyone else in the world, and, and that's his the name union. is Bowden Barrett. That's his name. He's the reason. He's the reason. Ando four two eight five says, "What's your favourite Samuel L. Jackson movie?" Thanks on a plane. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Okay. Pulp Fiction is very good. Um. Mm, yeah, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that's probably my real answer too. Mm. Okay, good. I uh, liked. I liked when he was played by Dave Chappelle in the Chappelle Show. 
<laughs> yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they're burning hell. At TYHR Blue, Eisenhuth Twall, who else starts for the Blues next year? He's getting the uh, Angus Crichton. This is how you. This is how you ruin the hype for a young yep. Tigers team. Really go with, again. Yeah, big Gus Crichton in there. Yeah. Um, uh, Campo thirty-seven. Oh, we're not doing. Okay, we're not doing that. Compare your basketball skills to an NRL player, past or present. Jeff a- Robson. Jeff Robson <laughs> <laughs> tries hard, very little end product. Adam Quinlan. I'm tries hard, leaves. Tries hard, leaves. Well, I'm very average. Well, below average. Mm. I've, got, I've got no talent, but I've got a bit of size. Who, who, am I, who am I? Maybe I'm a, I don't know. Who's that? Jason Tamalolo? No, he's very good. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. Oh, uh, like not Tony Williams. He was good at one point. Russell Packer. Sean Lane. Sean Lane. Yeah, I'll take <laughs> yeah, Sean, Sean Lane. Yeah, Sean Lane's good shout. <laughs> Darcy okay. Lussick. Darcy Lussick. Well, I watched mm. the Battle of Bookvale again the other day. Mm. It has its own Wikipedia page. That's sad. It is, isn't it? Mm. Remember when uh, we saw him turn up for Blacktown? Oof. At Bretto Shank, you're, the NRL says your club can have whatever player they want on one condition. Ooh. You have to pay them $1 million a year for 12 years. 12 years? Who do you take? Great question. 12. 12. That was a long time. So Simo responded with Cameron Smith because he's going to play forever. That's which funny. Is a, which is a fair answer. That's not uh, a bad answer. 12 years is a long time. It's a long time for anyone to, to back. They're going to stay the same. Halves are too volatile. But I mean, in 10 years, a million dollar contact's probably the... the I'm going to take... I'm yeah. going to say Jamie Tabasco just because we get it. I'm getting at least seven good years out yep. of him. Yeah. I'm probably going to take my boy Milf. Again, and otherwise I might take Ash Taylor. Hugely controversial take. Mitch Pierce at club level. Yeah, but he's too old he's now. No, I mean, but yeah. I'm, I'm talking backdated. Yeah. Oh, t- 12 years for him at a million dollars? Yeah. I'm Tedesco. Um, Tedesco. Tal Malolo is not a bad shout either, yep. but anticipating a forward to go that hard for 12 years. He, good luck. Yeah. How old is he now? 23 or so. He's really young. That's incredible. That he's he, really young. That's not that bad. He's only going to be 35 at the end of that contract. Yeah. That's... He could be playing hooker. Yeah. At Frankie and it's gone on eighty seven. Would you rather back a team that had Hart or the Grubs who buy a potential premiership? Um, Obviously Hart. I'm gonna Grit back. And grind. Can't put a price on that. Yeah. I like winning games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But what if you've got a team that has both? Your team has no heart, Mitch. <laughs> we've got plenty of heart. There's no heart, there's no soul. There's plenty of soul. There's no We're soul. all soul. There's, there is no soul. We're all soul, baby. You are soulless. <laughs> you know what my favourite part of the soul is? The heel. Mm. Uh, uh we've got that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jake underscore eight. Jake underscore H eighty seven is Mary Gregor calling their freeze incompetent, embarrassing, without a trace of irony, the least self aware move of the season. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> or he said it with much irony. <laughs> uh, Patton Meister, Can Smith grub or goat? Goat. Oh wait, I think Trent asked that question as well, and then Patton Meister says grub. Correct answer is grub, but uh, it's goat. Yeah, agreed. Okay. He's of both, though. Of those two options. He's both, Yeah, but he is the GOAT. Uh, ben Arnesco-Wallace, if you were going to label a teen's fans as committing crimes against another group using activities that are terrifying, what would it be? Hold on, what? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Okay, next question. Joey C87. God, another one. Was it unfair of DT to focus on those people being Bulldogs fans when they could have chosen Western Sydney Wanderers instead? Well, the, the issue is <laughs> we've had this discussion before. The Venn diagram of these people is a circle. It's a circle. It is. We've had this discussion. Um, yeah. Well done, Jay. One of the one of the more inflammatory front pages of a newspaper. Uh, the has... thing the thing that I found amazing is that they found a picture of this bloke in a bulldog's jersey celebrating. I mean it's gotta be at least <laughs> it's gotta be at least twelve years old. Oh, we got any more before we do it's gotta be some more here. That's, that's a good one though, I like that. That was original. Uh Robski knew. 
Mm. Given their performance on the weekend, if the Tigers had made the eight, who would they have beaten in the grand final? Well, if they were to win the comp, I would assume the top eight were done for salary cap breach. All of them. Yeah, so it's uh, Tigers-Titans. In the final. final. Yeah. That's what they Could they play the team that won the Q Cup? Would that be fair? <laughs> they might lose. They might lose. They, they might lose. Okay, next question. Catfish SC. Thoughts on whether the NRL should follow the example of the NFL in relation to fantasy sports and how they've got on board and run with it? Yeah. But the problem is... Biggest problem with the NRL one is there's like eight different stats providers. Yeah, and also this guy is coming from a super coach background. NFL fantasy isn't good because it's like super coach. It's completely different. It's good because you have a draft team, you have your own players, and no one else has your yeah, player. Yeah, I hate, I respect him for winning. Don't yes. get me wrong. But I'm just not a big super coach guy because I don't enjoy playing in games where everyone has the same players. Yes. Everyone's got the best that team. That to me is boring. Yeah. Like, you- as an individual pursuit, it's great. Like, when you're playing as, like, it's like, when it's like, when you're treating it like fantasy EPL, when you're just, mm-hmm. when you're not playing anyone, when you're just trying to be Get the, the most single points. best person, sure. Mm. But when I want to play with matchups against my friends and stuff, I don't want to be playing in the system where everybody has Oh, it's out. a grand final and we have two different players. Oh, well, it's going to come down to who scores more points out of Josh Adokar and Vunavalu, because we yeah. took one Storm Winger each. Yep. Every, everyone yep. else in our team is the exact same. Yeah, play draft fantasy. Uh, Dangerous score anger. How often should you wash up by hand if you don't have a dishwasher? Every meal. <laughs> that should not be a question. Every meal. <laughs> wash your dishes. What are you doing? Is he, I think he's just trying to pin this on Shanta to ask him to do the washing more often. Can I throw my dishes out when they're dirty and buy a new Well, if one? you don't want to do dishes, get plastic. I was going to say, why don't you go down and buy some paper plates? I mean, there's Just a eat out of the saucepan. I think like an f- enlightened human. That is a yeah. great idea. Well, there you go. When my ex left, even though I had plates, I ate out of plastic for like two months and it was great. But mm. after all, I was like... I've, it's time to be a man again. You right, can't just I, take knife on plastic. When I no, I'll tell you this. Like I do, I will say this. When I make a like I make oats like a week's worth in a pot, and mm. I put them all in a tub, and I put like five sixths of it or six sevenths of it in the fridge in a tub, and I heat it up every morning. Mm. But that last remaining sixth or yeah, seventh you, or whatever, you eat it. Eat it out of the saucepan. Yeah, of I'm course. Not in a bowl. Fuck that. Yeah, that uh, plastic's good, but I just have to pre-cut my meals because you can't cut with like a hard knife on a piece of plastic. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but pot, maybe I'll move that way. Yeah, you should. It's good. Definitely for passes and stuff. Yeah, I'll yeah. never yeah. look back. Yeah. At Jake underscore H87 again. Is NBL teams going over to play NBA teams and friendlies even newsworthy? That's fun. I didn't know that was It's happening. novel. Would That's they be better off playing these games in regional Australia? They would. That's true. <laughs> I want to see the Oklahoma City Thunder play the Cairns Taipans in... Do they even exist Burke. anymore, the Cairns Taipans? I took a guess. I have no idea. <laughs> um, I, originally, I was Isn't like, why Cairns do we care... Regional Center? Yeah. <laughs> Originally, I was like, why do we care that NBL teams are going to the NBA? But it means it's a step closer to NBA teams coming here if it's going to happen. But yes. it's much easier for our teams to go there than for them to, to sink all the costs. Should we watch what, if, what if they took those like, games? No, to... We've been there like every year, eh? Every but, year we no. flirt with this idea in like whatever if, month it starts. If we're still in Haymarket, I'd go, but it's not. Is mm. it? Where is it now? No, it's at home, Homebush. It's at Homebush. Haymarket doesn't exist. Haymarket. Yeah. Uh, no, I think the AFL actually want to redevelop that, that basketball stadium. <laughs> Look, we might need Acer Arena if it rains. <laughs> At Frank Ellison 987. Traditionally speaking, when celebrating with a teammate, do you prefer a head rub, bum pat, or third option? We're going to be doing a lot of fist pumps this Saturday, Frankie. Don't you worry. Are you? Yeah. Fist pump's your option. Yeah. Well, I think you might get How some- do you celebrate with somebody else and do a fist pump? 
are you talking about? They look like oh, you mean a, fist a bump? A bump. pump? I thought you were just in the pump and like oh, retards. Did I not enunciate my bees? Like it's a, like it's a, a South flavored rave pump. or no, a well choreographed fist pump. Everyone together, yeah. Well, the problem most of my celebrations were done on the rugby field or football field, and you can't do the same at basketball without risk of injury. Like, no, yeah, fair. I have to rework my. Imagine a basketball team who celebrated every basket like it was a try. Thanks for everybody. They would not score a lot of Give baskets. up a lot of points in tr- <laughs> on fast breaks. Okay, uh, Jake underscore H underscore A7 is back again. This is a good question. Please rank eggs in order. Fried, scrambled, and poached. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go scrambled, poached, fried. Scrambled is the best one? Yes. Put a little hot sauce in there. It's good shit. I am going to agree. Oh, this guy, yeah, hot sauce. It's the only thing. I, it's, it's like, it's Ketch- weird. I'm just putting some ketchup on it. Yeah. No, 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 legit. It's like the only thing I put hot sauce in. Oh, there's in olive it. oil. It's too spicy. Shut up. Oh, help me. I put sriracha in my scrambled yeah, eggs. So it's good. Scrambled eggs is my favorite too because yep. once you do them right, mm. they're delicious. People overcook their eggs too often. It's scrambled gotta eggs. You've got to cook them slow. They've got to be undercooked as well when they come yep. out of the pot. And, yep. and that's it. And they, they, well, if you cook them, when you overcook them, you've got that watery shit coming out. You don't want to get stuck to the sides. No good. No good. Uh, poached, my second favourite. Yep. Wow, we've all across mm. the board. Love a poached board. egg and fried egg last. And yep. then another question he I says, can't imagine a scenario where I'm eating a fried egg. Just or bacon and egg sandwich. Yeah, I yeah that's it. Yeah. Uh, oh, do they count as fried when they're a barbecue? Yes, it's yeah. a fried egg. Okay, yeah, yeah. sure. You, you think we're putting in a deep fryer? Like, no, the whole egg? not. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess. Probably Charlie's what always sunny or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> the whole egg in the fryer. What a mess. Uh, Can we do that? Try picking you, that out. Then he said, what do you make of deviled eggs? I've never had one. What's in a deviled egg? Deviled egg is like when you get an egg. And they, 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 they hard boiled egg with shit inside. It's a boiled egg, and then they cut out. Like you get the yolk out, mix yeah. shit with yeah. yolk, put it back in. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like it might. Be They're all pretty right. good. If I've you get a good one. one, I'm not avoiding them actively. Mm. I've just never had. My one. stepmom makes some pretty good deviled eggs. They're, they're American well, thing, what really. Is the stuff you put in them. That's like it's just like when you make like an egg salad, for example. Right. As you know, so it's like mayo and shit mashed yeah, back up. Maybe it'd be all right. Pretty tasty. Just weird shit. What about what about scotch eggs? You around scotch eggs? Very good. What's a scotch egg? It's where you pack it with sausage meat and then refry it from memory. Goddamn delicious. That one's very good. It's greasy as they drip everywhere, but they're delicious. Good for a hangover. Poached. If you knew what it is. Poached is the steepest learning curve of the egg family. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Boiled, obviously, the easiest. And his last question is best food to put a fried egg on top of. Well, I, you answered it, Ooh. bacon egg roll. No, for me, it, if, if, well, it would be poached, but fried egg also great on ramen. Or that was great exactly, on, on, on migoring. exactly my If answer. I make migoring at home, I put I had that for dinner tonight, actually. I poached <sighs> an egg on top of some migoring. Nice. Yum. It's like a dollar meal. It was delicious. Good work. Mm. Look at you, living that uni life. Yep. Uh, Josh Robo, 44. But my stomach's killing now, by the way. They're eating that shit. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of MSG. Yeah. Uh, well, the Panthers tactics on Thursday night, that of a team that's, look, that's looking not to lose. Rather than win as described by Matt Elliott on ABC. Just crying out for the architect. They look lost with I, I think, shit. I think Matt Elliott's right. I think they went out there not to lose and still like look shit. There have been multiple bets of over $5,000 on Penrith to win the grand final in recent days. What would be better use of the money? Uh, taking rugby league to regional areas. Yeah. <laughs> Burning it. Smoke it. Better use of the money. Well, it's hard, to, way. it's hard to smoke because it's a polymer. But yeah, I know you, what you mean. You can try. You could try. You could try. If you've got money to burn, you can try. Um, what you could do you is you could Ooh. construct a player out of $5 notes that would be better than their chances of winning the grand final. There you go. Uh, with Fox Sports running Retro Round, should the NRL bring it back as a promoted round? By the way, the that ad is awesome. Yeah, the, very good. Uh, shout out to them. The ad is good. I say no. Wait, so what was his question? Should they bring it back as an NRL round? It's not actually an NRL round. Oh, it's so it's not a thing. It's no. that they've just sort of decided. Yeah. Right. My answer is no, because we have so many of these bloody rounds anyway. We've got Heritage Round and all that kind of stuff. That's already Heritage it. Heritage Round, exactly. Wait, was Retro <laughs> Round the one where they used the, they changed the footballer being brown? 
That was Heritage Round. That was Red Fest Round's just Fox Sports. Yeah, didn't they do that for the centenary? Just Fox they, Sports. GI kicked a field goal the day it was Brown football. Yeah, must have, been, must have been the centenary, centenary yeah. round. But no, we've got enough promotional rounds. we got Heritage I Round. Want bon- I want a different round every week. I want them to get real weird with it. What, if I, told you, round. Yeah. what, if, I, what if I told you that there is a different round every week? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. That's true. Uh, what rules should be brought back in each game during a retro round? Fights are okay. Fights are okay. Fights yeah, that- are encouraged. Okay, if it's fight round, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> the and pitch you, is going to be fenced. And you, and you match... Oh, i got Sharks versus Raiders this round too. Fight round. Mm. Bring it back. Uh, Mick Ennis is allowed to play... He, he can't. Sorry, he's not going to play. He's just going to run on and punch. Danny so, Morley, uh, Danny, sorry, Danny Nutley resigns for the Sharks, and Adrian Morley resigns for the Roosters <laughs> on one-day contracts, yep. just okay. for fight round. Yeah. Okay, here we go. What would you serve if you were having your sporting idol at your house for dinner? Mm. Well, with Wayne Bennett, I have to serve something mushy. The old man food. Mm. So, <laughs> some mushy peas. I think me and Chris Sando just sit back with some KFC. It's fine. If you're gonna, if you're gonna cook for Wayne, mm. good idea. Uh, a nice, like mince pie with mushy peas. Yeah, because it's, it's very it's soft, e- easy, easy to eat, easy yeah. to digest. I know he's a forty thousand year old man, so that that's good. And because dessert, he's a re- Werther's Originals. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that's the that is the old man. Thing. Too too hard. We don't want to choke the poor guy. <laughs> no, they have soft ones now. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> yeah. Go for it. And then. as a real Australian man, he will put sauce on his pie. He <laughs> put sauce on his word. He'll put sauce I on his word. Original that don't. Yeah. I don't want to talk to them. No, I don't either. Okay. If they're listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, turn off the podcast and don't come back. Um, uh, Eddie yeah. NZ. Dale Which, didn't answer the question. But did he? No. What were you serving? My bad, Dale. Uh, homemade pizza. To whom? Uh, generic answer, but... No. I don't... Sport, sporting idol? Yeah. yeah, to who? Who are you feeding? Yeah, I said Chris Sandow. He said uh, Wayne Bennett. I'm going to say Ryan Grant. Okay. That's, that's a lie. <laughs> it's going to be a single origin. He's a Domino's man. He's not, wor- he's not worthy. I think he actually pizza. looks like he looks like he works at Domino's. To be fair. Yeah. Eddie NZ, which country would you like to see your team take a preseason game to? Uh, America, just so I have another excuse to mm-hmm. go. Hawaii, like we tried <laughs> yeah, already. Hawaii or mm. New York, be great. Play the Brooklyn Kings. I'd fly over. I'd definitely fly over. Dale, the sea. Uh, Fiji, <laughs> Fiji. Mm. That's not bad. Uh, Pete Fulcher. Suitable theme songs for everyone in the for someone in the NRL. Johnny Cash is when the man comes around reminds him of Wayne Bennett. Yeah, I uh, wish I was a baller. I wish for uh, Matt Moylan. Wow, <laughs> so uh, Sean Kennedy. I walk the line. Nice, yeah. good. Walk it, you say. Mm. Mm. You got any? You got also, trying mm. to think. Um, got nothing. All star Anthony Milford. It's interesting. Mm. Mm. Come on, you got nothing. Go on. No, nothing. Come on, man really with a great musical knowledge like yourself. Mm. Uh, it's, mm, I got nothing. Sorry, yeah. sorry, everyone. No, I, was I was blindsided by the question. You, I got nothing. You killing me? My generation, Darren Lockyer, best player of his generation. God mm. damn it! Did Come you on, you got to read this in advance. No, I didn't. But <laughs> I'm struggling. But I'm, I'm a man with many talents. This is weird. I'm usually, <laughs> I'm usually got at least mm. one good answer. I got nothing. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, dilemma for picking Matt Frawley or Josh Reynolds. It's not a good dilemma. Who's the theme song for? For Dez. Dez's Dez theme song. Go, okay, yeah, something here, mate. I got, you, I got nothing. <laughs> Killing Oh, me. no. I got, like, what, did, what did Homer come out to in the boxing episode? Why can't we Why be can't friends? Why can't we be friends? <laughs> yeah, but Dave Tyrrell. <laughs> Country grammar for Jared Haynes' uh, drive-bys. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, that'll Ooh, good, work. Good, good, good. You guys got to get better at this. <laughs> Anybody. I'm, I'm scrolling through my playlist in my yeah. bonds. Um, no mm. Vaseline for a former player I won't name. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we all know who it is. Wow. Uh, any, mm. any more? Mm. Okay, you guys mm. suck. We'll go next. Sorry. 
Mm. I'm all here all night, Pete. Heat me up on Twitter. At <laughs> 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 Ben underscore Wallace. With all the talk around the Clearies this week, what's been your favourite family-based connection or rivalry in NRL history? Yeah, so I found this interesting. The last time a dad coached against his son, David Middleton tweeted this on Friday afternoon. Um, so Bob McCarthy Dale was coaching yep. against his son, Paul McCartney, Darren, um. while his <laughs> other son was playing for him. That is a good stat. In like 1989 or 1990, he was coaching Gold Coast and they played South. So that'll do. Uh, Pat Lawrence says, of all the clubs past and present, who has the best retro jersey? My favourite sale, Broncos power jersey. How can you seriously, with a straight face, say the Broncos have the best retro jersey? That's offensive. Uh, my favourite retro yours? jersey no, of the Broncos is the diamond jersey. Oh, you mean the, the current jersey? Yeah, because some the classics don't go out of fashion, Mitchell. It's, don't they? It's red and green hoops. The Cardinal Can't go out of fashion if they weren't by, in green. Followed by the well, red... Well, no, with fashion, red and green's very... Very often being a colour. You've got to understand, wear. Mitchell, that the teams that Dale and I support have the two most historically oh, famous yeah, the team from the 90s. Or, oh, are you going to take that? Yeah. Let him disrespect yeah. you? Yeah. In your own, in his own Your house. team was so historic, we kicked you out of the comp. Wow. Bang. So, just needed to keep you uh, around. I'm pretty sure we played in the ARL in 1997 and you didn't. So, you also we missed pl- a year. So, cop that. In the ARL. Boom. We played in the Super. No, no, super is in the title. <laughs> don't remember that. Super. Don't know what super you're talking about, mate. I watched the ARL that year and there were no Brisbane Broncos. There were a South Sydney Rabbitohs. They were the world champions, the Brisbane Broncos. I'm drawing a blank. S- can't, <laughs> yeah. can't remember that. Yep. Okay, next question. You V8 did, Tiger. You disgust me. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Which NBA franchise is closest to each NRL club? For example, Storm or like Spurs. I've done this for NFL. I haven't yeah. done it for basketball. Maybe that'll be my next off-season project. Um, mine. Uh, can I su- make a suggestion that would be great? Um, Souths and the Sonics. <laughs> Very good. Super Sonics. Yep. yep. Uh, Very good. This, hang on. No, no. The, 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 that's this, good. Perfect. No, perfect. The Sonics next. are clearly Newtown. Uh, it's perfect. Answer. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's perfect. Uh, yeah. The the South only are, only basketball hipsters want them back, just like rugby league with yeah, the South. Yeah. Souths are obviously the Celtics, the greatest team of all time. So. Where were those years? Celtics were out of the comp. How were they? <laughs> wow, <Are> you, <laughs> Mitch Doyle being a funny guy. You like, like the Cleveland Browns kind of thing. You got your team went away and it came back. Yeah, no, that, no, Souths are the Cleveland yeah, Browns. Yeah. When I did the NFL once, I, yeah. I understand. Yeah, I, yeah. I know. I'm mm. I'm self aware. The the, the, the mm. kicking the kicking out of the comp stuff doesn't trigger me. You know mm. that, right? That's fun though. Yeah. I don't care. I'll still say. <laughs> hey, as long as it makes you're not you... the only person I'm saying it to. As long as it makes, <laughs> like, as long you know as what it... these things in front of us are, Bungard? It's true. Yeah. I'm Paul. I'm Paul Galloning. I don't know how podcasts work. Yeah. I thought I was just telling you these. Well, things. I've told so many people to I leave a private conversation. <laughs> we told someone to turn off. Maybe it is just me and you. It could be. And Al. Next question from Josh again. Stop touching yourself. Of the teams with zero chance of making it eight, what do you think? Which do you think is the best chance of making it in 2018? If Bungard says South, please ask again. <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle. Uh, um, okay, zero chance to make it. So I know the Tigers have assembled a really good squad next year, but yep. I believe in cohesion, and I don't think they'll make it next year. They mm. might go closer. Um, Where do you think, if based on now, how far do you think they are from the eight? No, nah, I think that's always a hard thing to say. People always say two or three years, but yeah. I mean, uh, probably they could be next I year. I mean, but they're the making team, good moves. Wait, so they have to already be out yeah. of contention? I would have said so Raiders the Raiders. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose you didn't pick the Warriors. No, I haven't picked anybody yet. Oh, well, I'm going to pick Tigers. Yeah, I'm going to pick uh, Titans. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'll take the Titans Newcastle's as well. Newcastle's bold, though. Oh, you changed. Okay. No, I, I think... Harry, I think, Harry was really proud of you for gen- a second. Genuinely, I think they are on the up. They've just got to make a few more changes, and mm-hmm. then, then they could they could get there. Uh, the Sean Chand. Given the signings made by Tigers and Knights, do you think one of them will win the Spoon next year? If not, then who? 
is there not a comp on this year? Like, is this comp over? Hey, yeah, Origin. Fair, a lot of <laughs> people, including me, Origins. are already looking to next yeah. year. Origin's finished. Um, well, I mean, if, if one of them doesn't get the spoon, who's going to get it? Uh, I'd be looking at someone like Gold Coast. If the Dez blow up happens, Ooh. if they blow it up, mm. they, like, they like five give the job in. to like some completely unproven coach who turns out but to be no good. Maybe. I, it's got to be preseason. I've got to see all the moves made before I start picking yeah, a spoon I think next so. year. I think that's fair. If you have to take four current players to, with you across, this is really us. Okay, he asked. He says, if you had to take which four current players do you take with you Good on a road trip across Australia? All right, that's a really weird we out of asking that. Sean, okay, again. sure. All right. Well, uh, this is important. So you got one in the front seat with you and three in the back. How big's the How big's the vehicle? Let's pretend that it's a van. Okay. Yep. Okay. Am I driving? Y- yes. Yeah. I, I think, think that's the only fair. responsible thing to do. Okay, so if I'm driving, I want people who, all who will shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, that's it. So you want you want like the most boring players imagine. You want like yes. Dave Tyrrell, Dave Tyrrell, Jason Clark, yep. they sit there quietly. Matt Frawley. Dave, shut <laughs> yeah. up! Yeah. And then who's going to be in the front of me yelling at them? Who's intimidating at the front? Jason Tamalolo or somebody. No, he's not angry enough. No, he'd, lo- he'd love a Macca's run though. Yeah, I want to say Kenny Edwards to f- put fear into them, <laughs> but I also can't trust him. How about uh, pa- how about Papali? He's got a bit of rage. Yeah, on the road oh, specifically. Bring his moisturizer and all that kind. <laughs> yeah, he he could be passenger, perfect passenger. Yeah, perfect. To drive. Passenger. That's right. it. But good thing is, I mean, he's, I'm sure he's got a great arm. He's going to be sitting yeah. on the left-hand side of the car. He can throw things at people. All right. So, I mean, uh, look, I, that's a smart answer. Yeah. I'm going to go for a dumb answer. So, in the front, you got Conrad Harrell picking the tunes. No, back yep. on Harrell's in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's picking Who knows what will happen? He's picking the tunes. So, that's funny in itself. Yep. And here's, here's, here's where it gets good. So, you got Rapana on the left-hand side passenger seat. Yep. Leilua on the right-hand passenger seat. Mm-hmm. And Blake Austin in the middle seat. Okay, and they're just bullying him on every corner. <laughs> every every they're just playing. Was it Ragdolls called? Corner. Corners. We call it corners. corners yeah. But so every corner, Blake Austin's just getting murdered. Yeah. By the end of the <laughs> trip, he's just a shattered human. <laughs> Even if you're driving from here to Perth, like you know, you go through the Haybrow and not straight, and it's just a straight road for like twenty kilometers. Yeah. Just just doing it. They're, they're making you swerve across the road so they can crush their friend. Dale. Uh, I'm going to take Jason Nightingale in the front seat because okay. he seems like a responsible, very responsible, very responsible. We're watching man. that speedo uh, the Dale, whole way. Dale, you've gone uh, one kilometre over, mate. <laughs> and, Sorry, Jason. I, and I feel like he would say, like he he wouldn't be like, Assert. you need to slow down. He'd be, Dale, Excuse you're me, Dale. just over the speed limit. Can you can you dial it back a bit, please? Let's get there safely, Dale. Not yeah, quickly, you know, <laughs> safely. Arrive, <laughs> arrive alive. He's a very safe man. Arrive you're alive. Pick. He's a safe winger. Yeah. Uh, in the back seat, I'm going to have JDB. Oh, great man! Hold the middle of the car together. Just yep. <laughs> put him in the middle seat and yep. let him work. <laughs> middle seat, let great him work. Pick. Uh, Distribute um, the snacks from the Esky. Exactly. From the now, middle. if if we're in a van, he's going to have a little bit of legroom, so there is going to be a, a you know a quite good size Esky, but it will only be soft drinks because we're responsible in yeah, this yeah. car. Um, who are we going to have on the sides? I think we've got to have Rapana mm. um, in case we get lost and we need an emergency haircut. Yeah, because uh, he's trained in that sort of sort of thing. And who else could we have? A good window seat's Mitch Moses because he's such a turnstile. You get right through him. If you want to get no, through no, no, a that is that's day to be that is good. You know, and Mitch Moses knows people. He's got yeah. a very influential family, so he might help us if we need somewhere to stay. And he's got his real estate mug of an uncle everywhere. He probably yeah. had free accommodation. Your words. No, not no, mine. just pick Cam Smith, and I'm certain that despite him not being a mechanic by trade and never having done it, if the car breaks Bush down, mechanics? yeah, Bush I'm mechanic, 100% for sure. Sure he will be able to fix here's, it. Here's my problem, though. If you put Cam Smith anywhere else in the car, he's going to end up driving. <laughs> How did I get in the passenger seat? <laughs> Why am I, like, stuck in Mildura? <laughs> Where's the car? 
Just woken up uh, in the middle of nowhere. But see, Triple Eight, what materials did Mitch use in the construction of his raft off Kenny Edwards Island? Well, I turned right back around, so it was boomerangs. The raft wasn't very buoyant. <laughs> it wasn't very buoyant. I got out about, about three metres and sank. Let's what, what, was back that, on the shore. That happened in, um, in Castaway, wasn't it? He went out in a raft and it sank at like the first breaker yeah, and then yeah. he had to come back and, he and get the rope. Volleyball. He had to get the rope off the thing that he <laughs> had. I don't want to do that that's, that's my understanding <laughs> of the movie. This is, this is, is why what, he drew a face on the ball? This <laughs> is very much Kenny Edwards Island because it remember is. that in Castaway, he made that dummy that he was going to hang himself off yeah. and that's where Mitch was on the weekend. I was, I was there Friday and then I... Now he's back. making the rope to use it as a raft. Interesting. Uh, last question from Butsy says, what's the 2017 NRL All-Defensive 13 look like? Tough one. That's a lot to go through. We'll do that next week. Do you want to do it next? I think we do it after ah. the season. Yeah, yeah. Thing. actually, that's, we'll, that's, that's a good question. Yeah. It's a good question, though. Yeah, good question. Okay, that's it. That's all the questions. Long good pod. Questions. Good Let's pod. Pick the games. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Five seconds. That. I forgot about it again. All right, Thursday night, Bulldogs Eels. Eels for me. Eels by twenty. Eels by two. It'll be <laughs> yeah, scary. true. True. Six p.m. The Roots Bungard Derby, St George Illawarra, South Sydney at the SCG. Uh, football will be the winner. I'm going to take <sighs> Souths. You're an idiot. Free kick for AFL. <laughs> the CGC is um, dirge. They're gonna they're gonna square <laughs> off. They're gonna square off this ground for the match. <laughs> um, I'm gonna tick the dragons. Yeah, dragons for me. No, you just lost to the knights. We didn't. We beat them by six whole points. All right, Cowboys they Storm spe- at uh, <laughs> North Queensland. Storm, Storm, but not by many. I can't see myself not picking the Storm the rest of the season. Yeah, me too. Even though it's a long trip. Yeah, but oh, sneaky little chance for mm. back-to-back wins. 3 p.m. Hunter Stadium, Newcastle hosting the Warriors. I'm going to take Newcastle. I'm considering it. Good yeah, point. gee whiz. If the Warriors had Sean Johnson, the Minnow Bash would be on on here. Yeah, no. they'd win by a hundred. But Knights are going to be feeling it. I'm the, take and also the way that they've been playing, the way that they played last week. I know that it was in the wet, but they were at home and they just did not show up. These Knights are playing 40 minutes every week at and, least. <laughs> like, yeah. They play the first half every and week. And the Sharks really only played 40 minutes in in patches. I'm going to pick the Knights as I'm well. I'm going to take the Knights. How weird. Mitchell, weird time for your boys. 5.30pm Saturday. Gold yeah. Coast Titans, Brisbane Broncos. So the Titans are going to turn up for this after playing bad last they week. That's what do. they do. But um, I'll, I'll pick my boys, obviously. Me too. I like, I like that this game's like a midway through a Saturday afternoon because it allows their fan to come up. Uh, uh, 7.30pm The Sharks hosting the Raiders At Postal Vote On Gay Marriage Stadium (laughs) I am going to go For the Raiders I was going to do that Yeah I'm going to take The Raiders as well How's the clean sweep The Premiers against The team coming 11th At home And we've all Well because the Premiers Are missing James Maloney and bring your facts Jack Bird here, might not be playing and Tomano Brown was foaming At the mouth last Friday It's a rhetorical question Who's back Who's back this week For the Raiders Uh, Papali and Rapana That's right Yep Papali was the one I was thinking. Soliola's of. still out. I was ju- I'm just thinking of the people who have assaulted people on the pitch at <laughs> the run through. I always enjoy the Raiders Sharks games anyway. They're yeah, aggressive. Me too. Yep. Okay, and we have a couple more games of rugby league. Two p.m. Sunday. Manly Sea Eagles hosting Sydney Roosters. Chooky Chooks for yeah, me. Sure. That's right, it. That's it. Uh, we love gambling stadium. I believe it is. Mm. And Unlucky. four p.m. to round it out. Penrith Panthers hosting West Tigers. Tigers. Wow! Oh, right, that's yeah, it. Sorry. That's <laughs> it. What do you mean? Wow! <laughs> I, I immediately was like, "Oh wait, hang on. This is his thing." That's at uh, Penrith Stadium. Yes, this yeah, one I'm actually kind of serious. On. I, think I, I think I will tip them. West for me. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm going to take the Panthers, and that's it. Wait. We're done. Wow! What is good times? Good times had by all. All right. Uh, say goodbye, Dale. Goodbye, Dale. Say goodbye, Mitchell. See everybody. It's goodbye I from me. No that's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Westside, bad boy, killers. You know.
You know who the realest is, niggas. We bringing two. First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life. Plus, Puffy trying to see me weak. Hearts I rip. Vicky Smalls and Junior Mafia, some mark ass bitches. We keep on coming while we running for your juice. Steady gunning, keep on busting at the boots. You know the rules. Little Caesar, go ask your homie how I leave you. Cut your young ass up, leave you in pieces. Now be deceased. Lil' Kim, don't fuck around with real cheese. Quick to snatch your ugly ass off the streets. I don't even know why I'm on this track. Y'all niggas ain't even on my level. I'ma let my little homies ride on you, bitch made ass yeah, yeah, bad boy. Bitch. Yeah. Feel. Get out the way, yo. Get out the way, yo. Biggie Smalls just got dropped. Little move past the Mac. And let me hit him in his back. Frank White needs to get spanked right for setting traps. Little accident murderers. And I ain't never heard of ya. Poisonous cats attack when I'm serving ya. Spank the shake your whole style when I can't. Guard your rank cause I'ma slam your ass in the paint. Puffy weaker than the fucking block I'm running through, nigga. And I smoke a junior mafia in front of you, nigga. With the ready power. Tucking my gas under my Eddie Bauer. Your cloud petty sour. I'll put packages every hour. Hit him up. Grab your blocks when you see two Call the cops when you see Tupac uh, Who shot me but your punks didn't finish Now you're about to feel the wrath of a menace Nigga, we hit them up We plow, we do it, keep it real It's penitentiary still This ain't no freestyle battle All you niggas getting killed with your mouths open Trying to come up over me, you in the clouds open Smoking dope, it's like a Sherman Mama, we gon' kill all you motherfuckers. 
Now when I came out, I told you it was just about Biggie Then everybody had to open their mouth with a motherfucker opinion Well, this how we gonna do this Fuck Mob Deep, fuck Biggie, fuck Bad Boy as a staff, record label, and as a motherfucking crew And if you wanna be down with Bad Boy, then fuck you too Chino XL, fuck you too All you motherfuckers, fuck you too Y'all motherfuckers, fuck you, die slow, motherfucker. My phone phone makes sure all y'all kids don't grow. You motherfuckers can't be us or see us. We motherfucking thug life riders west side till we die. Out here in California, nigga, we warn you, we'll bomb on you motherfuckers. We do our job. You think you mob, nigga, we the motherfucking mob. Ain't nothing but killers and the real niggas, all you motherfuckers feel us. Our shits go triple and four quadruple.